Thank you for tuning in to the E3 Retcon Podcast. My name is Steven. This is Ryan. This is Julia. So we have so much to talk about. Ah. <laughs> I would say the E3 is over, but it's still kind of technically we're still We're on. still in it. We, just got, we wanted to get the bulk out of here. Yeah. Um, because there's the conferences. The conferences, which a lot was announced. So much. First thing first, though, I just want to start this podcast out real quick by congratulating the both of you Aww. officially for Aww. being... <laughs> One now. You guys are I'm one person. I'm a wifey. Yep. Yeah. And I'm a husband. <laughs> yeah. Your souls are gone. <laughs> All right. E3. All right. Now E3 stuff. <laughs> the important stuff now. Right. <laughs> I got sad. But now I'm happy because I'm talking about games. <laughs> All right. So we had, um, we're going to brush this conference by conference, really. Yeah. And okay. the first conference we had was EA. EA. Okay. Um, the main bulk of that was was, was Battlefield. Battlefield. It was probably yeah. the most Battlefield exciting part. That's that's the thing that everyone was most excited for. for sure. Open with Battlefield One, <clears throat> closed with Battlefield One, and then had a bunch of sports shit in between other games that nobody. Fucking it was so about. funny because like FIFA would come on and be like, "I don't give a yeah. shit." Yeah. <laughs> obviously, FIFA makes them a lot of money. That's yeah. obvious. Of course, and there's definitely you know gamers out there that love sports, but we are not them. So. Yeah. And, and, and look, I love sports games enough to the next person, but don't fucking talk about it. For yeah. Me. Here's yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Sports sure. games don't need to be part of the, the conference. conferences. They're the same fucking game. Everybody knows there's not a single person that has based their sport game buying decision off of an EA press no, conference. No, for sure. Never. They go and they buy them every single year. They will buy them if they haven't bought them because their friends mm. buy them every single year. And that's how those games let, go through. Let me tell you, as someone who plays Madden all the fucking time, I'm horrible, but I'll all the time play it. Mm-hmm. I have never. I hate it when it comes on on E three. I hate when they do it. Yeah. I hate. I hate watching because yeah. I know it's the same fucking game. I'm buying a roster update for sixty bucks. Yeah. And I hate they constantly do this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, fuck the. We're not gonna spend time on cons or on on sports. <laughs> so let's get to the real thing. So yeah. we had Battlefield one, um, and that's the bol- That's a, a the biggest thing that they showed there. I mean, obviously yeah. it had Mass Effect and other things, but Battlefield one. Fucking looks good. Yeah. It oh looks, my god. It looks really good. It um, looks beautiful. It looks better than I thought it was going to look. Um, but I mean that. That being said, Battlefield Four looks really fucking good. Right. Anyway, so and, and that, I mean, when I say looks, I'm not talking about just graphically. A graphically mm-hmm. look beautiful. I'm, when I'm saying looks, I mean it just looks like a fun game. Yeah. yeah um, for sure. I would. I don't know. I don't it know about like you guys. There's a lot of different aspects too because mm-hmm. there was like. The train and the horses and the yeah. trenches. Well, and see, I feel like maybe we're not all always going to be in these trenches with these buildings. Like No, well, my thing know. is that I think that what they're doing is they're, they're working on simplifying the battlefield formula. Mm-hmm. Um, because instead of having tons and tons of different attachments that go in all these different unlockable weapons, you kind of pick your like class going into it. Yeah. And that class has its own tree. <laughs> that's, and that, cool. that, that's kind of an extent of what Battlefield 4 is and the previous Battlefields were, but... They're kind of dialing that back and scaling it down because it's yeah. a, a lot of that's unnecessary. Right, and now they have like a tank class where you're actually you pick that and you spawn in a tank every time. Yeah, and you're controlling that's that tank cool. and all this stuff is really cool. I I like the way they made it out there. And man, as someone who just loves World War One, it's, it's so fucking perfect. Yeah. And I hate seeing yeah. people on, on Reddit go, "This isn't looking like a real thing of World War One." Well, of course, that's a fucking video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like. I, I can see, like, the sleeve with the German army guy, and I'm like, oh, my God, it looks so authentic. <laughs> and it's, like, seeing what the, um, the, the, the UK, whatever, from the um, the British army were wearing, like, the, yeah. the brown khakis and the brown hat and everything. I was yeah. like, yes! Oh my and can gosh. we just talk for just, like, two seconds about Snoop Dogg with a blunt in his mouth on that live television? Oh, my gosh. It was fucking hilarious. I, I, I love it. He's just like, he's like, yeah. And before the, the uh, thing in the interview, I was like, yeah, you know, I got a secret weapon. What is it? 
can't tell you guys. Cuts 15 minutes later, the blood is now. That's oh, secret weapon. And, and what's so funny is that every time they cut to him after that, he didn't have it. So oh, people some, were yeah. like, someone was hey, like, hey, yeah, hey. You, you gotta, you gotta take that. <laughs> yeah, we're live. Yeah, yeah. But Battlefield One was definitely the highlight for me. The trailer, the, it was weird how they showed the trailer off though. I thought that was a weird way to do it. They, they like showed came the out. trailer three fucking times. Yeah. the past few days. And, and they, but they came out in the, the press conference, and he, he shows the trailer that cuts off halfway point, and he goes. He goes, oh, we'll show more in a second and talks about it and shows it again, the yeah. whole trailer in yeah. full. I thought it was a that weird was way weird. to do that. That was really strange. Yeah. Um, on the EA press conference, I want to criticize someone real quick. I did not like the two press conferences thing they were doing either. I didn't, no. I didn't enjoy yeah, that. I, didn't like that I thought that was really weird. I. It was a gimmick. Yeah. Stay in... Just, I want to stay in LA here. I want this... This is the whole purpose of this thing is so everyone comes together for this one giant event here. Yeah. I did not like that EA held a press conference as well in the UK, and they basically just watched the press conference from... Yeah, it, it, it's very unnecessary. And how awkward was that the first thing that the people in the UK showed off was, what, an American football game? Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Like, I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, that like, doesn't even make like any sense. Like, they give a single fuck like, about yeah. any of it. But, like, why are you watching Handig right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it, it's bad. It was bad. Yeah, they, I thought, um, if I, I want to, like, write the press conferences, but if I'm going to, this yeah. was easily the worst press conference out of yeah. all of them. Yeah, and I feel like the, the other games besides Battlefield 1, um, the, the big standout, uh, the big two standouts were uh, Titanfall 2 being mm-hmm. the first big standout. The that, second one was uh, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to touch base on Mass Effect real fast, because okay. although they, they didn't show a lot, the... The information that they did give us, the fact that this is like set hundreds of years after the events of the first Mass Effect trilogy, um, this is like humans are the aliens now. Humans are going to a new part of the universe right. where they have to start over and you have to begin a new, so we new races. This is basically them, um, like kind of like a wiping Mass Wipe, Effect. Wiping clean. Clean, which is really cool for someone who's never played Mass Effect. Exactly. Yeah, this, this trailer really interested me. Yeah. It makes it where I can kind of go in. Fresh. Exactly. And that's that's one of the key things for me because uh, when Mass Effect, when the first one launched, I was bananas about it. I played... <laughs> banana sandwich? Banana sandwich. <laughs> I was ham sandwich about this game. So like, um, my roommate bought it and then he went out on a job for like a week and a half and for like three or four days straight, that's all I did. Mm-hmm. I had one session where I turned the Xbox on, and that Xbox stayed on for like 26 hours Jeez. straight. All I you did was nerd. get up and go to the bathroom, come back, and then somebody like brought me my like lunch and dinner like twice. And so like that's all I did was play Mass Effect. I burned myself out, and I still have not been able to touch the franchise to this day. Really? But um, I acknowledge that they're really amazing. They're really mm. cool. Um, just the fact that you've got such a large game, and it still encourages you to play it over and over and over again, yeah. is amazing. And so now that we're getting a new franchise to start with, that's yeah. going to be awesome. I, I like it because I didn't really catch on to the uh, like the RPGs in general. I didn't like until I was a lot older. Yeah. Because um, I was, you know, I'm, I'm I'm stupid still, but I was really stupid back then. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just too much for me to think about. But uh, I won't I won't actually go back and play Mass Effect One. Um, like way after Mass Effect Three already came out. Yeah. And it's so dated. It was so hard for me to get into it. I'm really excited. They're just like, this is a whole new universe. This is a whole new thing we're doing here. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about that. But, uh, uh, Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2. Did so, not play the first one here. Going to play this one. So, Titanfall. The first one was really good. Titanfall, what it, what it did right, and what it did so right that games have been ripping it off since then and being very successful for ripping them off was its multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You the, the fluidity of using your guns, 
uh, wall running, uh, using like your abilities, every single aspect of Titanfall worked flawlessly mm-hmm. on release, and it was amazing. T- Titanfall, uh, Titanfall two especially. I, I can't talk about Titanfall one, but Titanfall two, that whole trailer, like you just don't ever fucking stop. Yeah. You're just that's moving. How it is. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the whole. That's and the whole I was just enamored with it. It was yeah. so great. It was so fast, and it was so just everywhere. And you and you can like. It's gonna be tough because I'm not very twitchy anymore, yeah. so I'm not gonna be able to play that really well. But yeah. I'm really excited to try I mean, my best. That's okay too because there is points and you know tops of buildings where you can camp out. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the, it's a legitimate. The strategy. first one did a lot of things <laughs> right. Um, the only thing it did not do right was its single player campaign because there Ugh. was really no single it, player campaign. It, it was a multiplayer campaign that I think was six missions long, and while you were playing the game, uh, you had. Like little like live action, live action things up there. Yeah, which yeah, that was happening during the match, and you didn't. No one knew what the story was. This that, and I want to talk about that too, because that probably what brought me like wanting to get Titanfall too. That story is beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, like yeah. the story of like I'm a, the about pilot it. and the and the, the, the mech or whatever the yeah. Titan. Like that relationship. It reminds is really me cool. a lot of Gargantia. Yeah, which um, is it's an anime, an anime series, series that kind of focuses on on a pilot and his mech. Yeah, and, and the their mech relationship has a, together. his own personality, and they have a relationship together. And so when I yeah. saw that in that trailer, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I get to be exactly." So like I get you to get be in a gargantuan. you get like somebody like trying to like debrief the mech and saying like, um, "Why is this pilot not your pilot? Like what happened?" Yeah, and it's like it's like I'm following protocol. The you know like this is what has to happen like I, he i took him on because he didn't have a mech i didn't have a pilot right this is what needs to happen to protect humanity yeah. and like we, we get to see it like a really cool a lot of really cool personal <laughs> moments of like the mech like grabbing the pilot out of him and throwing him that was and, like, so cool oh that man super cool. it's yeah. it's gonna be awesome to see because respawn from from the very beginning has been consistently fucking awesome um they make great games but they just haven't really had great execution I think this is going to be the culmination of all their efforts, and Titanfall 2 is going to be spectacular. I'm really, really excited about it. I don't want to eat those words later on in the future, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm helping. Another help trend I kind of right. felt like, um, in this whole E3 press conference, like all of them, mm-hmm. is I really felt like we got a good focus on single player stuff again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that really, I, I like multiplayer stuff, but I like. I love the single player stuff a lot. Me yeah. too. And it's I'm, definitely where my, my right where you definitely is. drive from. So I mean, it's really cool to see, um, you know, them really, you know, kind of show this multiplayer, uh, this single player experience. It looks just so interesting. I, yeah. I'm excited to play. I think that was that was awesome. Um, another thing in E3 are at the EA E3 press conference um, that I thought was really cool. Not a game or anything. I thought it was really cool. Was the play to give thing. Yeah. I don't know if you saw if you guys were paying attention to all that. I thought it was really I, I, I like charity things. So mm-hmm. anytime like you all I do is play video games and it's giving money to charity, fuck yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. I yeah, just super really props cool. to that. Um yeah. and uh I, I guess they um you know, we talked about the Star Wars thing they did too. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean we we didn't see much from there. Um but it was I guess it was cool seeing how many developers were coming into that Star Wars franchise and and really, I think it's cool sometimes to see the enthusiasm of the developers. Yeah. And um, that was the cool about that trailer. Everyone seemed authentically, like, enthusiastic yeah. about it. The, the cool thing about it for me is that now that um, Star Wars has this new universe and this new direction that it's going, mm-hmm. um, it's taking um, the previous six movies, The New Force Awakens, Episode 8 and 9, Rogue One, taking all those movies and establishing its own universe. It's It got rid of all the expanded stuff. Yeah. So now going forward, everything that they release is going, is to, going to work be into that universe. Yeah. So we know that like that's how that's going to work, and that's going to be expanding the universe. So if you're a Star Wars fan, it's amazing to know that 
there are like five or six different developers working on big yeah. games. One of them being Visceral, who like worked on like Dead Space. Yeah. And like that's gonna be cool to see what they're able to do because it's F gonna be Dead Space. it's gonna be like this huge uh, <laughs> narrative driven Star Wars game, and that's gonna be awesome because the best Star Wars games for me were the ones that were narrative driven the, and about like really cool key I, characters. I don't know what developer it was, and they were kind of doing that lapse of showing all the developers working on, it, and they were showing one of the developers they were working on the uh, the Star Wars or the uh, lightsaber choreography, mm-hmm. and you see like the developer like smiling in the background as they like doing it. That got me super excited because I thought you can see the wheels turning in his head mm-hmm. as they're doing it. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I'm excited because I think that Star Wars games, the biggest thing they've ever suffered from was I think being, uh, we didn't have the technology and the resources to make really good games out of them. I think yeah. now we have. I mean, if you see Legend of Zelda, which we'll talk about later on, if you can see how Legend of Zelda plays, every Star Wars game should be fucking good. Then. Yeah. Yeah. There should be no excuse anymore. Exactly. Um. And I guess not big thing. The last thing that EA showed um that was kind of unique was Faye. That, um, Dude, that looked really I, cool. I knew you would like that. Was that? That was the um. Really that was that was cool. EA's yeah, that was the yeah. That was like their uh their their next uh fee I think fee yeah fee, yeah. fee or fee oh yeah oh, it's fee but. but yeah basically it's just like this uh, music nature game yeah mm-hmm. and it's not really like a very kill kind very of game. indie but that was it, the point of them yeah. showing yeah because it, it's like the, the successor to Unravel. Yeah. Which and, and it was once again a guy coming out and kind of being cute and shy about everything, you know, like oh, this is our game, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's um, what it's definitely you, interesting. It definitely looked interesting. I definitely want to see more gameplay and know more about it before I spend money on it. But it definitely yeah. looked interesting. Yeah. Um, well, on on while, EA, while we segue from mm-hmm. EA to Bethesda, you guys continue to talk. I have to take a huge piss. I forgot okay. to before we started this. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you before we uh, go over to Bethesda. What did you think of um, of the EA press conference as a whole? Like, what, what, like not even comparing to the ones. What did you just think of like the Beth- the the um, EA one. the EA as like as a whole as a whole? Yeah. Like, I was bored out of my mind. It was a very boring press conference. I was bored and, out and, of my mind. And, Half the time I was on my phone because anytime that I see sports games, I'm completely zoned out. Right. Also, and people are, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Star Wars is getting really old. Oh, I disagree. Disagree. Star completely. Wars is getting really old. So the second that I heard another Star Wars game, I'm like, oh, and so the, the, the I'm second, so sick. The of second the music it. plays, you're like, fuck, okay. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> automatically on my phone. So, like, I got maybe a couple of minutes of gameplay on that. Um, so, like, I'm not really. See, I'm totally it, different because I'm a huge Star Wars fanatic. I love right. Star Wars. So I hear that music, I'm like, yes, right. yes, <laughs> show me it all. And that's the same way with me with you know uh, other types of games. So I get it. Like anytime they mention Elder Scrolls, you're like, fuck yes, I'm like, oh my god, shut fuck up. Ah, we we yeah. watched the Bethesda one together, and we'll, we'll kind of look at that. We watched the Bethesda <laughs> one together, and every time like they were like maybe hinting at Elder Scrolls Six, you'd like, I watched the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and there was so many times where the music came on. It was like da da da. Da-na-na, yeah, da-na-na. and, and I was like, like oh rolling my God. excited and like, oh, it's Skyrim. Like, oh, that's kind of exciting. Hey, I mean, let's go ahead and go onto the Bethesda okay. and Steven's back. But yeah. it, dude, how was your piss? That's okay. Great. That's I'm totally fine with a Sky a new Skyrim game because number one, they're taking more time on Elder Scrolls Six, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah. Number two. They're giving us something. Mm-hmm. They didn't say, oh, sorry, you gotta wait, and here's and, some ESO and, stuff, and oh well. And as someone who... who or EOS. And this is, I think, more important people with consoles, because people with PC can already play like the updated graphics and everything. As someone with a, who can't have a powerful oh, PC... It's gorgeous. Yeah, it looks great. I, I, I saw a lot of complaints so on Reddit. People were saying it looks orange, which I don't really think no, that well, I mean, that, at all. That's, that's, like the, that's part of the, uh, the ENB, the, mm-hmm. like the new updated HD ENB that they're using to run that, which... 
I mean, it's going to look orange depending on the time of day, like yeah. depending on how the sun's setting. It um, also could be TV settings and things but like that. The, what, the coolest thing about the Skyrim remaster isn't really the fact that they've updated the visuals because they don't even have to update the visuals. No. They can, they can put in, because Bethesda's officially released a high-resolution DLC pack for the PC, mm-hmm. basically just ups the resolution of all the items and everything yeah, to right. make it just look a lot crisper and sharper. They could just do that with all the DLC content and everything, and just put in mod support, and that alone is going to help make the game look Dude, look the mods beautiful. are going to be yeah, awesome. I, yeah, yeah I, I'm just, as someone who, I, I my Skyrim game broke when I played it on the uh, on the Xbox 360. Like, it, like I couldn't finish missions on it. And so someone who's been waiting to go back and play it, earned so bad to play it, I'm yeah. really excited for the release on this. Because I, yeah. I want to play it in, in the beautiful high def it should be in. Right. Um, and then even with mods and all that kind of stuff, I want Friendly Dragons. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Friendly dragons. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people were just really upset about them announcing it because they're announcing a game that's already out. But like, I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, it... well, the thing—that's what they did with Halo, and everybody loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, but like, Bethesda. I mean, it's it's a it's a becoming a bigger studio, but still not a giant studio. I think people need to understand that these guys have an hour to fill of stuff, and I thought they yeah. did a pretty good job. I could care less about card games. Because yeah. I just think it's so weird. Definitely tuned out for that. Yeah. Um, because it is Elder Scrolls, I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I yeah, that's it, everybody's, it did me. That's everybody's take on the the card game is that like it's Elder Scrolls, so well, like, it looks, I'll download and play it once. But like it looks exactly like Hearthstone. Like, yeah. If you've ever played Hearthstone, it looks well, exactly the same. You know, if a formula works, it works. Yeah. I mean, that that was like when Magic: The Gathering got big in the late '80s. All these other card games were spawning up that were just like Magic: The Gathering. You're gonna try to bank off that success. You know? When 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 uh, Modern Warfare came out, everyone copied that. Yeah. You know, that yeah, formula you're, too. You're, so. you're gonna you're gonna do what what yeah. you can to take advantage of it. I mean, look at all the Minecraft clones that we have. Now. Oh God, too many. Um, yeah. You're right. <laughs> so you know, it's, but, it's it's really no surprise that Hearthstone gets really successful, and then we see a bunch of card games come out of the woodwork and trying to adapt their um, their play style to look a lot like Hearthstone because. That's what people that play Hearthstone that want something different. That's what they're gonna look for. Like, yeah. oh wow, it looks just I, like Hearthstone. Let's, it's, let's I mean, it's a fan service thing. Right? Yeah. I mean, people who like the Elder Scrolls series and like, well, I really want to play this. So yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of Elder Scrolls, um, the one thing you were really excited about probably at the whole thing was the Dark Brotherhood. Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Which intrigues me a lot because. I really like the Dark Brotherhood stories in Oblivion, Oblivion. and in uh, Skyrim. Yeah. Um, I actually only play... My my um, sole focus was um, the Thieves Guild mm-hmm. in That's mine too. Skyrim. Um, so I'm excited to, to see if maybe they're going to do... I know Dark Brotherhood is more, more um, like... Everybody likes it a lot more. So that's probably why they started with that one. Yeah. But the Thieves oh, there's, Guild... There's a Thieves Guild in... And ESO now. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't played it since, like, the very beginning. <laughs> I've never played I just, it. Yeah, it. They put out a big update last year, like, right when the console version was releasing that expanded a lot of stuff. They added, like, this really oh, new, cool. interesting, like, I think it's called the Legend System. Um, so it's got, it's a lot of in-game stuff, and they added new things like um, the Justice the justice System that allows you to steal from players. If you're caught, there's bounties put on you. Other players that are part of that, that like... The, the guards can actually find you and hunt you down and like they've added a lot of really interesting things and so seeing the inclusion of the Dark Brotherhood is just kind yeah. of layering yeah, that I mean, extra sense of yeah. full Elder Scrolls experience and and I like I, I, the, the, the trailer for everything looked really good too I just 
I'm scared to play ESO, honestly. Like, I'm yeah. just, like, terrified to play it, because it's... Why? I just feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm just getting more frustrated with latency and people being, yeah. like, like, pieces of shit. I mean, that, that's, that was my complaint. That's why I stopped playing it, because I love Elder Scrolls so much, and I just wanted another Elder Scrolls game, yeah. and... I'm such a huge lover for MMOs that I'm like, two of these awesome things that I love are going to come together, but I was completely disappointed because yeah. it's not an MMO. Well, yeah. what's it's an Elder Scrolls game with yeah. other people around yeah. you. Yeah. Well, no, but, but here's the thing. It is an MMO. Um, that, that's the problem. Is that everybody wants a game like Skyrim with multiplayer, but that's you can't have that in, a, in an MMO atmosphere. It, every, you have, you're always, no, you're always I mean, at the mercy of... No, give me of, multiplayer. Don't give me an MMO. Yeah. That's what we were seeing when we were watching. I wanted mul- like I wanted like co-op multiplayer in right. Skyrim. And let me yeah. play with my yeah. friends. Yeah. Don't let me play with people like a hundred people around me, all trying to touch the same NPC. And there's so <laughs> many people on the fucking screen that my latency is like I have to wait five minutes just to touch this guy. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, like, I was completely turned off of it. I mean, it might be better now, you know, because I did play the first couple weeks that it was out, so it was like. A, a lot of stuff happening, yeah. yeah. I, I'm interested. I think I might uh, pick it up um, in the coming up months, but I, I'm going to have to play it on console because, once again, I have a toaster with the screen on it, so I can't play for real. <laughs> but I'm going to pick it up on console. I'm going to try it out and see how it is. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, like, wanting that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of excited for Skyrim for that. I really want to get back into a, uh, an, MMO, or a, an RPG, like an in-depth one. Yeah. Yeah. And I just can't go back into Fallout because I just I feel like I just don't want to play the story because it's just, yeah. just, I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, I've, I've tried I, to with Fallout and I just can't do it. Anymore. I think my issue with Fallout, I know this is about this press conference, but this Fallout was in here, but my issue with Fallout is I think there's just too much stuff going on in Fallout. I can't, I just can't enjoy the game because there's too much happening. It's giving me anxiety when I play. Yeah. Well, because you're a completionist. Yeah, and so you like, have to finish one thing before you start the next. Yeah, and so you like can't do that. Like Fallout. Stephen built this entire city before he actually did any yeah. anything at all in the game. Yeah, and so like I think I, 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 think I sank nineteen hours into building my settlement, and, and I, like maybe three else. hours in the actual game itself. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, the other uh, big thing that Bethesda showed off, um, actually before we talk about Dishonor, talk about Doom for a second. I know Doom just came out and everything. They kind of put a little bit of focus on Doom. Yeah. Um. Have you played the uh, the demo yet? No, not yet. I haven't. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. I'm going to play it probably either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I was more. I'm getting more and more intrigued with Doom, and I'm not really a fan of the Doom series. I've never yeah. have been. Well, here's here's my thing: is that like I feel like with with us, we've grown up um, just outside oh, that, of the, that, the generation that or the, the the people that grew yeah. up with Doom. Yeah. And so by the time we've we've come to this point in this Doom release, we almost have this sense of fatigue. Where it's like, yeah, but like it's Doom. Like I don't give a fuck. Like no one yeah, really right. cares about this anymore. Because we, we, yeah, you're right. We missed that. We kind of missed that cutoff point. Because we all really got like really into gaming when Halo came out. Yeah. Um. And so we, that was that new era of FPS. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to get back into it. And I played Doom three, and I hated Doom three. Yeah. Um. So this game makes me not want to play it. But I, I do want to try it out. I'm gonna try the demo out. But they, um, they talked about VR. And they talked about uh, Fallout 4 and uh, Doom being on VR. Yeah. And they didn't say what VR, I think we're going to be getting, it looks like Xbox, and I think probably uh, Sony. Um, they, they just really, they didn't specify which one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's really cool. I think uh, I, I think I would try, um, I don't know about Doom in VR, because I don't want to go to hell in VR. But yeah. um, I think um, I think I would try Fallout again in VR. I think I would really, I, I would be more intrigued to play it. Yeah, it'll um, be. Because I play specifically in first person the entire time. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really fun to sneak around, like, if I can, like, poke my head. I think yeah. it'd be really cool. It would It would be really interesting to see what they're able to do with that. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, let's talk about Dishonored 2. Okay. Let me just start off by saying... That you love Dishonored, your favorite series of all time. I 
I played Dishonored when it released, um, like, got it the very first day, um, played through it, beat it about two days later, um, I enjoyed my experience with Dishonored, mm-hmm. but I've never once since beating it felt the need to ever touch Dishonored ever again. Right. Um, because now, is that is that a fault in the game? I mean, is that a bad thing that games? I mean, if, as long as you enjoyed the experience you had with it, shouldn't that be all that matters? Yeah. Well, he, here's the thing: is that I did enjoy my experience with it, but it wasn't really the story that I enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't really too much about the gameplay that I enjoyed. It it was. It was, I mean, getting into that game in that universe was cool at first, but then by the end of it, I was just like, I don't know, maybe it was just the way the game was paced out. I just, I felt myself winding down appropriately for the game. So once it was done, it was done. I can just wash my hands from it. Yeah. There wasn't really anything that stood out that was like, oh my gosh. Like, there's nothing that that comes up where I'm like, you've got to play Dishonored. Like, if if you're getting an Xbox, like, that's the game you have to play. Right, right. There's really nothing spectacular about the game that really sold me on it. It it felt very mediocre. I I missed Dishonored when it first came out, and I ended up picking it up on the uh, the definitive edition of it when it came out on uh, PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. And I really, I enjoyed, like, I didn't love the game. Like, I don't go out and go, Dishonored's so great. I I enjoyed the experience. I like stealth gameplay. Um, I like the little mechanics that added to it. There are things that I, you know, it, it, the, the story didn't take me in at all. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on halfway through it. Um, but uh, I don't know. Something about Dishonored 2, I, think, I don't know if it's just the hype built around it or what it is, but I'm really excited for Dishonored 2. I think it, the the demo they showed looked really fun. Um, I really like the uh, the time base thing they were showing where they had this, like, this glass and it would show what someone looked like in the, the, the past. And yeah. so you're puzzling around that. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I've always kind of liked the puzzle kind of games. I feel like they put a lot of like cool little puzzles in here that aren't like traditional puzzles. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked interesting. Um, I think, I, I don't know if I'm going to buy it cause I think it's kind of coming out at like an inconvenient time for like, when a lot of other cool things are coming out. Yeah. Um, I think maybe like, like in the off season when everything's kind of going down and goes on sale, I think I'll pick it up. Um, you know, and maybe like when reviews come out, I'll, I'll be more intrigued by it. But, um, I thought it looked really cool. Just not like. It's not earning my, my attention right away. It's not yeah. like Battlefield 1 where I'm like, fucking buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I guess part of my um, my my frustrations with Dishonored 2 is that I don't feel like Dishonored 2 is, is or the Dishonored series is worth the hype that they really gave it this mm-hmm. year. Like, they made it such a big deal at the, uh, at the Bethesda press conference. And yeah. It's like, yeah, but like, who really cares? Like, right. So, I don't, I mean, I'm expecting the game to come out. I'm expecting it to get mediocre reviews and some some okay reviews i'm expecting um, to get like rave reviews to be honest with you i think there's too much hype behind it that's gonna get bad reviews. That, that's 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 my that's my issue i think there's so much hype behind it is that people are are gonna, gonna be like oh my gosh it's finally out dishonor 2 is out and then they're gonna play this and then realize the things that they didn't really care about in the first game are still present in this game yeah and then it's just gonna kind of fall flat that's uh, that's what i'm expecting out of it mm-hmm. um not saying that that's that's what will happen but that, that's kind of my feel on it uh, my expectation is gonna come out people are gonna love it and that's gonna be it with it um you know what did you think about Dishonored 2 as you just come back in here uh, not really me. yeah that's i guess it's kind of a universal like eh, you know I mean, it looks cool because it's a girl, but uh, <laughs> nah, I, I really don't think it's a game for me. Yeah. Um, talking about the uh, Bethesda press conference, I mean, what did you guys think as a whole in that one? Uh, I'm just a Bethesda fan, so it, it was really hard for them it. to beat last year. It was yeah. last year was really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they came out, they showed a bunch of little things. They're like, oh, by the way, here's Fallout Four. Here's like a uh, 45 minutes of Fallout Four, yeah. and it was yeah. awesome. Um, you know, it was so funny when what is that? What's that guy's name? You were like, uh, 
It's our Lord and Savior. Oh, Todd Howard. Yeah, yeah. Todd Howard. Our Lord and Savior. And, and, and that was maybe my only complaint I had about Todd Howard. Really didn't go on stage at all. He, was, I mean, they showed him in a video, and I was yeah. like, oh man, we can see Todd Howard. He's got he's got universes to build. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we'll see him next year with something. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe, maybe something with a six in the name, in the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I mean, Ubisoft like, conference. Yeah. Let's talk about this. That. Is honestly. Honestly, this is, this is one of my favorite press I'm conferences. Kidding, I'm I, kidding. I loved I'm it. Kidding. Um, here's, here's what I'll say before before we like really get into Ubisoft. Ubisoft is infamous for releasing great E3 games and then being fucking garbage. Yeah. On the other so, side. So, no, sometimes they they release some really good things. I mean, the Far Cry series I think would be the the outlier of that one. Splinter Cell used to be really good releases. Yeah. Um, I thought um, honestly they're. Um, Rainbow Six. I thought that was. I mean, I mean, we didn't. None of Siege. us really played it. Yeah, Siege. Yeah. I mean, I mean here's the thing: that, that that it, the game was fun, mm-hmm. but it definitely was not nearly at the scale that, that they displayed at their E3 conference. I, at, I, don't, at, I don't know. Well, the first one, not so much. Uh, the first show they ever did of it because it was super hype, hyped up, and it looked like they went down a lot in the graphics. But I think that was to get the physics up. I think that was that was a a, um, a balancing thing there. Um, but. I think I I really think Ubisoft kind of learned their lesson on, on like doing that because Watch Dogs had a fucking wreck. Well, that was a wreck of a game. The Division though, the Division looked the same as when it came out. The Division was really fun when it first came out too. Not not really though. Yes, it did. It, it didn't. It didn't look. It didn't look exactly like they had advertised. Um, there was a lot that was scaled back. Well, there um, was a lot. There was like a an E three showcase gameplay. You know, it's supposed to be gameplay footage, and mm. then you get the game, and it doesn't look the same. Well, and their problem is, is that when they when they're running these games, they're running them on like really high end dev PCs. Right, like that's that's their problem. Which which you kind of expect a lot of times. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think it's kind of thing like, hey, this is a really cool game, and it gets people to buy it. Yeah, so. I look. I thought Division was a lot of fun. I think the problem with the Division wasn't the graphics, the way it looked, the way it played. The problem was the system behind it. Yeah, um, yeah. that's what makes it fail to me. Um, the game was a lot of fun. The first two weeks no, we played it, it, it we had it a was. Blast it was. It. it was a lot of fun. But, Watch Dogs 2 looked pretty cool. Yeah, and so, I, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll break through this. I just want to make one note that I put in here, and all I put in my notes was, Ice Tyler's fucking great. Dude, <laughs> yeah. she sold the show in everything she did. I thought she was so fantastic. I love her. Like I said, I mean, I know you guys... You her, her acknowledgement of... Um, her being the host of these press conferences too is really funny. Yeah, and I, like, I like when she's basically like, saying that she gets a lot of hate for it. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. and I like that she's like, you guys wonder why I do it. It's not for the money. That's for sure. These guys are French. And I was like, oh my god, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. They hit me in wine and sarcasm. That was hilarious. <laughs> I I love Ice Tyler. I love the whole. I, I know you guys not the dancing thing in the beginning. I like it. I, it's fun. I mean, these press conferences need to have some kind get, of fun into them. Get somebody, get them hyped up. Yeah, I thought it was a good way to do it. They they even yeah. they were the first press conference to say anything about the Orlando thing too, which everyone kind of followed suit after that. I felt like. Yeah. Well, they were the first to say something, mm-hmm. but Bethesda wore the uh, pens and everything. The and EA wore. Did EA? I didn't see. I don't remember EA wearing. Yeah. 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 EA had the um the uh ribbon. The ribbon. And Bethesda had the bars. The bars. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so I mean that was you know I, I don't know I I like the whole opening of that one but let's talk about the the, the two big games that came out. There's well, there was a lot of things that came out of it. There's two giant games that came out of it. That was Watch Dogs 2, which I'm still staying skeptical. I'm not yeah. going to believe yeah. into it. I'm not going to uh, not yeah. pick up the Kool-Aid yet, yeah, but too. fuck, it looked good. It yeah. looked good. It looked so really did good. the first one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, I think <laughs> but this game is really cool because it seems like they learned from the first one. This whole game is the opposite of the first one. 
One, you're playing kind of a cool character. Not playing Aiden, who's just like grunty the entire Oh, I yeah. hate everything. Here's my stick. I'm a secret with. undercover hacker. Not yeah. like, a, like a new age hipster hacker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, uh, the parkour element looks really cool. I mean, it, it does. That, yeah, that does look for really sure. cool. Yeah. You know, people at Mirror's Edge are like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. <laughs> that was our thing. <laughs> but I thought it looked really cool. Um, like I said, I think I'm going to hold back on Watch Dogs until I see a little bit more reception come out of it. When I see people on Reddit saying this is a good game, I might go get it. I'm not buying yeah. it first day. Yeah. Now, I'm going to buy Ghost Recon day one. I'm going to I'm gonna buy it before it comes no, out. No, this is a Call of Duty game, isn't it? No, go, no Ghost Recon? No, this no. is a Tom Clancy game. Okay, Tom Clancy. That's what I was... Yeah. That's not what I was... I now, wasn't trying to say Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh... Oops. Um... The Ghost Recon thing is something I've been following along since last E3. I've, I mean, yeah. I've really followed along, and I, I, we, I think we talked about it a little bit, and you're like, it's not going to look like this. I'm going to tell you right now, there are people who have already played the game on console, uh, who have been on Reddit, who have said that this game looks exactly like it on the console, like mm-hmm. that you're seeing in these, these shows. There has been so much thought and creation of this game these guys, the the developers here, went and trained, or went out like on training missions with, uh, with the Green Berets, Green Berets, um, uh, the uh, other special forces. I can't name them all now. Yeah. But they they went out and they've kind of trained everything. They actually, um, the developers, the weapons. They've actually went out and shot all these weapons and tried mm-hmm. to get the feel of them. And they they put a lot of thought and care. They've been developing this game for a long time. Yeah, I I feel like. This is going to be definitely a, a very like party multiplayer focused game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll buy it just for the multiplayer aspect of right. it. Right, the co op um, the co op alone looks it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not seeing really anything outside of the initial fun element that's really attracting me to it. Just because I've learned from so many previous games that the spectacle that they sh- that they're showing off may be a bit now, much. Now, now that, that's not always fair though too because the Ghost Recon team, the ones who've made the past Ghost Recon games, they've all been sure that the, what they've shown. Um, I mean, Advan- uh, Advanced Warfighter or something like that, whatever that one was. I guess, but, like, I, I've, I've never really got really big into Right, the right. But I'm just saying, like, they, like they, they've always been kind of true to what they've shown. I know yeah. Ubisoft has a bad rep for this, but right. I, I'm really excited for it. I think the more stuff we see come out, I think it'll excite more people. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see more from yeah. this game. I will say yeah. that much. I'm, I I'm think, very excited. I, I'm just picturing scenarios of like me, you, and like two other people getting in that game and just fucking shit up and and like making plans for everything. And to me, that game is what what I kind of wish GTA was. Yeah. Um, when I play GTA online, I that's kind of what I wish. I wish it was just, it's it looks like a very polished version of what that what that can bring. Yeah. Um, like these missions are very varied. You you make choices and decisions how it goes. Um, I watched a gameplay video today of someone playing it for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that same mission, they went guns blazing. They just went in and just shot everyone up. Yeah. And they all died, but like, because they'd like. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they uh, I saw another one where they were parachuting in. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I should tell people right now, um, this should be common knowledge, but if you parachute in somewhere, you probably shouldn't parachute on the enemy base. Oh my yeah. god. Because <laughs> yeah. they all got fucked up. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ghost Recon definitely was my favorite thing. Um, probably on, on all V3, really, except for maybe Battlefield 1 may give the inch well, because I've seen so much about it. I will, I will, nah, say, nah, <laughs> I will say that uh, Ghost Recon was probably probably the most impressive thing from Ubisoft's conference. Yeah. I, I did enjoy yeah. that the most of everything that. else. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go ahead. We'll we switch over. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not doing doobie. We're not. We're got, got a couple more things to talk about. I mean, there's small things, but like there's a couple oh, okay. things. Okay, we got small things. We have we have the Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have the Watch Dogs movie they announced. No. Watch Dogs movie. No. Yeah. No, still don't care. Um, For Honor looked really cool. Did Maybe. you not like it? 
I did. I did not. I did not like it. Um, I don't feel like they showed off enough of enough of the combat um, to really allow us to understand what exactly was going on because it, nothing looked challenging. Nothing looked like it was a game. It just looked like you were just following quick time events. And oh no, no! Have you not seen the uh, the, the thing they put out last year? I, I saw the thing they put out last year, but I feel like this was an example of them dialing that back, and that that kind of scared me. Cause like, I don't think so at all. I th- well, I mean, you gotta understand this is that they're playing on campaign. They're playing on pretty much like when you show an E three thing, they're on rails. I mean, you're not seeing anything difficult sure. happen. Yeah. They, when they showed Halo five at E three last year, it looked difficult. When that mission they played, it was a lot more difficult. We played it. Yeah. Um. But so I, I think it looked easier at quick time events. I just um. The game is very much on um, what the, that that right stick you're doing is very much the, like the second you pull back that he pulls the sword back and it's showing the apparent like you're you're kind of almost a rock paper scissors match with the person you're playing against um that's the other giant character essentially and then the, yeah. everyone else is these NPCs that you can just murder. Um, I mean, it definitely doesn't look like my kind of game. Right. It looks um, very guys, tedious. Bu- Oh man, I don't know. I mean, Vikings, uh, knights. I mean, I'm not gonna say it doesn't look cool <laughs> as shit, the but story, I'm saying like the story sounds interesting. The story yeah. sounds. I, yeah. I, I actually, actually wasn't expecting us, a story. Yeah, yeah. That's why given us some story. That, yeah, it does sound pretty interesting. Uh, that's another one that I'll be interested to see what it's gonna, what it's building up to mm-hmm. um, upon its release. Yeah, and that'll kind of base my decision on if I want to give it a shot or not. Yeah, and then I mean, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we won't talk about it much, but the South Park game was. I thought. I thought that the the presentation was hilarious. I'm excited. I thought you guys would like the presentation because they made fun of Kanye West in there. <laughs> <laughs> they called, Man, that, that kind of cut kind of deep, though. I was like, oh, shit, like, too far, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> what oh, did no. he say? I forgot. He was talking about, like, he said, like, oh, we, we have a story about this gay fish that's going to go up and try to oh, save his mom from yeah. having which Kanye's mom died. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a deep cut, and they were... They were mocking. But that's them, though. They were they were mocking his uh the Ellen thing he did because he like broke down Ellen DeGeneres and like spoke for like nine minutes and they didn't let her talk at all. So they made they were mo- that's what they were mocking. Hmm. Um, but I, as a Kanye West fan, I still thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was a funny little well, thing. But the whole the game was just God so fucking good. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm definitely gonna play this one. I didn't play the first one. I just watched and Stephen play it. And, and then that's I... the other thing too. If you guys do want to play it, you can pre-order it. And if you pre-order it like now, whatever, you get the Stick of Truth for free. Yeah. yeah. So that I kind of wish the uh, I kind of wish Stick of Truth was a little bit shorter because it was running out of steam for me, and it, I never finished it because oh, that's, that's a shame. It, it's... It, it starts piling into um, turn-based RPG uh, tropes where it's just like throwing enemies at you for the sake of throwing throwing enemies at you, and there that it felt like there was no more story progression. How far did you make it in that story? Um, I got all the way through. Um, I think there's a part where like you're. You're back in the school and you're fighting off. Yeah, uh, you're fighting. You're going. You're going through the school after it's been like basically destroyed almost. Right. I think so. Yeah. Like the, like I mean, it's it, like the zombie thing or like. That was aliens. No, there was zombies in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the from the abortion clinic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you play? You didn't play the uh, the Khloe Kardashian abortion baby. Did you play against that? That was hilarious. No. No. Um, <laughs> the toy just got like big eyes. Just like what? No, but like it, you didn't go. To, you didn't go to Mr. Slave's asshole. I want to, maybe. That, that was the end of the game, so. Okay, what, well, yeah, I just, I remember it, 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 it just, it, it just fell flat. Like, ah. It was, I was really big into it all you the way up until. You just got burnt down on it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think I enjoyed it every single moment fallout. of it. I'm going to I can't finish Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I was really excited. I mean, what we said, we didn't really get anything new out of this, but I was really excited about the announcement of it and seeing, like, they, they kind of changed the gameplay around a little bit now. They have these 
um, the tiles you're turning on now. Yeah, that, that does seem really yeah. interesting. Yeah, they, they've added more dynamic to farting, so it's really good, too. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and PC principles in the game, which makes me really excited because yeah. he's the best. Yeah. It's just that so great. Funny. If anything, I'll probably just watch someone play this one. You can watch me um, play it. Yeah, I'll watch you play it like it's a, like it's a big South Park episode. Yeah. Because... You're going to have to stream it because you're going to be... Yeah, I'll stream it. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, if anything, that, that's how I'll, I'll take this game in because the first one just wasn't enough to really hook me and make me want a, a sequel. Um, mm. I, I think definitely it's, want The it. sequel's clever and the way that they've written it into to uh, the, account for the first one, it, it's all pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, and, and I like that they're, they're, they're kind of mocking the superhero movies, and like the, the whole phase, yeah. like, we're going to do yeah. phase one, and we're going to get this movie. I was I watched oh, it three yeah. times and laughed every time. You can't it. get the bl- the black guy in the first phase. Yeah, you got to sneak in the third one. That's what Marvel did. Yeah, it's hilarious, because exactly. it's true. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, little little thing, too, I mean, you, you know, the Star- I don't like Star Trek at all, but I thought the little Star Trek VR thing was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. No. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna buy. It. I thought. It was, I, I, I thought like, if I was a Star Trek fan, I'd be kind of interested in that. I thought it was a cool, a cool looking thing. I think they spent more money to get Levar Burton. Yeah, the, the actual game. game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's the entire time that that was going on. I was joking about the um, community episode. I, I was too. About the about time. I, so I, I told him really I know how to meet Levar Burton. <laughs> you can't disappoint a picture. <laughs> and uh, the last thing that um first thing announced that I was. Fucking cares. After kind of seeing them play a little bit, that game's steep. Don't like, even get me started. Don't even get me started. What was steep? Steep. It was the um the snowboarding thing or whatever. Big oh, fucking snowboarding game sponsored man. by GoPro. I, I oh, thought man. I thought it was a really. I, I don't know if I ever played because yeah. I just don't like snowboarding and I, kind of stuff. I laughed out loud when he was like, "Okay, and we'll go into GoPro Vision. Like oh, it's God. called first person perspective. Yeah. You fucking asshole. <laughs> like all they did is they put it in first person perspective, then put a fisheye lens on it. Like yeah. it's GoPro Vision. Like come the fuck on." I, I thought it looked kind of cool, um, you know, not, being, not, definitely not at my my alley, I'm not really a big extreme sports kind of guy. But me and Carl cool. were on the same page with that, because we both said, after that, that gameplay footage ended, we were both like, oh, we'll probably, like, play it when it's, like, $20, and then we'll, like, we'll, like, you know, climb up to, you know, or do, like, a few objectives, like, go up to the top of a mountain, and, like, see what we can go do, and then fuck off for about 45 minutes, and then never touch the game ever again. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much what, exactly what I felt about it, too. I felt like, I, like I said, I thought it looked cool, but I just can't see myself spending, like, 60 bucks to play that game. Mm-hmm. There's a free-to-play game, I'd definitely be all about it. And my, yeah. and, uh, on the Ubisoft thing, how did you guys feel about the Ubisoft, uh, press conference? I, like I said, I... Overall, my... it was very Ubisoft, so I, I guess... Yeah. Uh, that almost explains itself for people that have watched the past few Ubisoft conferences. I thought it was less cringy because the first few were really cringy. It, it was, yeah, it yeah, was it definitely, definitely less wasn't, cringy. Um, you know, cheesy jokes. Yeah, it wasn't someone playing Minecraft and then them doing like weird dialogue about it playing Minecraft because that was really bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just want to say every year this little French guy comes on and he's like the like the lead guy of Ubisoft and every time I think he's the most adorable fucking person ever. <laughs> yeah. I just find he's like he's like so like he like stutters a little bit when he talks. I just it's so fucking adorable. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to real shit of your real video game stuff. We okay. got our first big conference, right? Yeah, first big one was Microsoft. Microsoft. Um, now before we dig into some of the games, I want to talk about um, overall like what what the big takeaway was. Um, although they did focus a lot on games, the biggest takeaway was their their hardware and the overall Xbox One experience. So we got that, I, that was the thing I was going to talk about was the overall Xbox Xbox experience. I think what they want to do. I think Sony and Microsoft made their messages very clear what they want out of yeah. their, out of their universes there, and Microsoft made it very clear they want 
the Xbox and the PC to be almost as one at this point yeah. now. Yeah. Like they, they like, there was a lot of things. Every every game they announced available on Xbox and Windows Ten. That was yeah. very present. Yeah, so I the, like that. That's the the Xbox Play Anywhere, and that's yeah. essentially is just taking advantage of the the. Um, the the key system that that's built into the games where if you buy it with your Microsoft account you have it available um, as per your your account but if it's if it's activated for play anywhere if you are on your Microsoft account on your PC you can play it there too yeah um, which about fucking time they did this yeah this is this yeah, is about seriously. time because it makes so much sense and I'm I'm not criticizing Microsoft or anything because a lot of game companies should have been doing this for a long time yeah. I think it's about time it's done I, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. It it makes me now want to actually get uh like build my own PC even more. Mm -hmm. Um. Just the the thought of like I can kind of switch back and forth yeah. off of things. So, but what I feel like this is also going to start pushing against is um it's it's going to kind of shake up multiplayer a little bit. Uh, for a game, let's say let's talk about like a first person perspective type game. I don't think they have any plans to do this with Halo Five. Yeah. Um. But like I mean I guess let's look at Gears of War. So well, it was announced for Gears of War. Wait a minute for Gears of War though. I don't know if you listen to the wording. It's very kind of clear in the wording. Competitive multiplayer will not be cross-play. Hmm. It's only going to be co-op. They, they were very specific in the wording. Co-op, um, horde mode, and cooperative deathmatch. That's true, yeah. Mm. They, so. they are being very clear because you're right. Shadowrun did this years back of playing the crossplay between Windows and, uh, and Xbox, and it failed miserably because everyone on PC had, had the advantage. Yeah. Because you just have more movement on yeah. PC. So the, but the only way to circumvent this issue, if it, if it does become an issue, is to add mouse and keyboard support, and there was actually talks about adding mouse I, and keyboard I heard support. about that too, yeah. So if they do that for the Xbox, that's going to be really interesting. Which is cool because I, I was talking about how I don't want to get Halo Wars for the Xbox, because or Halo Wars 2 for the Xbox, because RTS is play like shit in console. Yeah. Like you need a mouse to play an RTS, yeah. and if they add a mouse option for Xbox, I'd be I, I would love that. Yeah, I mean, it, but but overall, that was their big thing is that we got the reveal of the Xbox One S, which is smaller. Which is which Xbox. is cool. I it think is. it's gonna be cool for anybody who doesn't own an Xbox yeah. and asking me if exactly. to buy one. Yeah. I I'm not gonna buy one as an Xbox owner because I don't see the purpose in it when yeah. Scorpio comes out next year. Exactly. There, there's really no purpose in it right now. Um, mm -hmm. they, they announced the Project Scorpio, which is. It sounds really impressive. Um, it definitely asks it asks a lot more questions than it answers. Um, <laughs> the fact that we've got a console that is going to output to six teraflops, which I'm I don't know exactly what a teraflop is and how it performs, but basically you can use teraflop as a way to scale the performance of a console. Mm. Uh, you can look at you can look at the the system and, and how it performs, and you can say the Project Scorpio is going to perform at six teraflops. And right now, Xbox One and PlayStation Four uh, clock in at about like one point five and one point eight teraflops. Here, here's what I, how I how I view Project Scorpio. And it's not a, it's not a, a direct comparison, but it's a very I think it's kind of almost a fair comparison. It's the Wii and the Wii U. Well, because everything yeah. because everything yeah. from the from the Xbox One is going to carry over. Yeah. Like all the games, the accessories, all stuff's going to carry over. But they're going to start putting out things that only work on. Project now they, they they did say that wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. they, but they, that, they can't because you can't put VR on. You, like that's that's an accessory. They said all accessories are going to go over, but you can't play VR on the past thing. Well, so they kind of lying. So, but but here's the thing too is that I think where they're going to do that is that they're not going to release VR only games. The mm -hmm. VR is going to be an extension of a game. Yep. Which, what, what which is would, a bad move. What, it is a bad it's move. It's a bad move. But they yeah. would have to in order to keep that that ecosystem correct because I, they would not only have to do that, but when the Scorpio comes out. 
they're also going to have to, from now on, make a game that is scalable, which is something that console developers aren't really used to. They're not mm. used to developing a game that performs at 100% efficiency and can do 4K and uh, perform at Project Scorpio levels, but also be able to dial a setting back that allows right. us to play on Xbox which, One. Which, I mean, levels. you got to think a lot, of, a lot of developers have made PC stuff before. That's kind of what PCs have to do. That's yeah. what PC does, for Yeah, sure. so I, I, I guess I can see them doing that. More. Yeah, I so guess that, that, that seems more realistic, because that's what... Honestly, Project Scorpio, I, I, I know it's like the, the name, they're going to name it something different. But yeah. Project Scorpio is the, the, the closest thing they're going to get to a PC. Yeah, and but also, like too, I, I do, do want to. PC compared to yours. I do want to point out, though, um, <laughs> the push for 4K and being able to do that at a reasonable rate is where a lot of this stuff comes in play. So, 1080, like running a game at full res, at, at full 1920, 1080, 60 frames per second requires a lot of power. Yeah. A lot of Xbox One games right now cannot do that, depending on the game. They just can't do it. Right. It's impossible. Project Scorpio is going to make sure that, that is, that's totally realistic. That's how it's going to run. But it allows them to also be able to upscale that up to 4K, which is demanding for twice that performance, right. which is asking a fucking lot out of a console. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're going to see is games that will be able to be, they'll be coded and developed to, to be pushed to 4K, but only at like 30 frames per second. Like, because, I mean, it, it, it's requiring a lot. So it'll be interesting to see I, when that comes out. I think it's really cool, and it, it's definitely something that I'm probably more than likely going to buy. Mm-hmm. And actually, th- this whole thing pushes me to, like, when I buy a TV, I'm going to be buying a TV in 4K now. Like, yeah. I'm, I've am i been shopping for TVs, and I've been kind of avoiding 4K, because yeah. I don't think there's any reason to buy one. But also be prepared, Project Scorpio, I, I can promise you, you won't see that sell for anything under $600. It's gonna be. Oh yeah, it's gonna I, know, be I know it's gonna be a pricey console. thing. Look, I'm, I'm be up in Cape Cod. I'm hoping I can make some big bucks for that point. I'll be disappointed if I'm not. I I, I have a richer in laws now too, yeah. so I'll just ask them for a Christmas gift. Yeah, it'll <laughs> it'll definitely be a very pricey system. Um, uh, you know, I, I want to stay before we gotta get into games. I kind of want to stay on the hardware stuff for a second too. Yeah. Because my favorite thing they announced at the uh, um the press conference was. Bluetooth controllers. Yeah. About yeah. fucking time. Whoever works at Microsoft was now, like, let's do this wireless frequency thing. Now, wait a second. So they did announce the Bluetooth, but they've only so far announced that as far as connectivity to Bluetooth devices, like to enable it for like a computer or to that Xbox One S. They haven't really announced capabilities of Bluetooth for like headsets, which really upsets me. Which really, which really fucking upsets me <laughs> yeah. for anyone who knows me. I hate fucking Xbox's uh, like interface and the wireless interface. Yeah, it's not they also wireless. said that um, you can use that controller for PC. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can do that with an Xbox cool. One controller now. Yeah, but yeah, you need an adapter. Yeah, you have to have a cord. Now, yeah, a cord or an adapter. Or an adapter. Yeah, they they like now this way you're beginning of the box and it has the Bluetooth functionality right. on the PC, which yeah. is even cool. Which once again goes in that message that they want to, they will almost want to merge the two worlds together. But you know, I will say also, which truthfully, I don't feel like a lot of people have thought that through. Like I don't really care about a wireless option for my PC because there's never going to be a time where I'm going to sit away from my PC yeah. to play well, a game. Well, think of, I mean, I, I don't, I can't think of Samsung. But, I don't have a PC to play, but I think it'd be kind of cool to like if you hooked your PC to your big TV. Well, and, yeah. and you played in the couch, but you still have, so you have the before. you have the performance and the power yeah. of a of of a, of a PC while playing in the comfort of your of your. Can we move room. our fifty inch in here? No. <laughs> I think that's what Ryan. Wrong, no. I think that's what Ryan's saying. Is that's but what Ryan, can we talk about the fact that I'm gonna be able to get a bright ass pink controller, dude, with I, my damn name? I am right? excited because it looks how like, exciting. Is um, that? I don't know if you guys know. Um, 
Motorola does this for phones. It looks the exact same yeah. concept and everything. I actually went on the website. Did you go to the website? I haven't. Again, it's really cool. You can change the um, the thumbsticks, the bumpers, the back is can be a different color than the front. The the uh, you know. XYAB can be different colors. It's I, I'm awesome. excited just to see Steven's Kaiser and Patch editions. That's what it. I said. <laughs> yeah. I actually you, made a Kaiser and Patch you on know, the website. You know for a fact. Steven's going to say, like, I'm not going to do that. But you know for a fact oh, like, yeah. he's going to do it. Well, okay. they, already, they already put <laughs> out oh, yeah. the uh, the copper and the midnight blue controllers. And so, I mean, that, that's pretty yeah, close anyway. Now you're going to make it. You're making it. not copper. Own. And you're going to, because you get to engrave these too. So you get to have Kaiser and yeah, Patch engraved in the bottom. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're, going get, you're going to get one of those. You're but I've been so sad because Xbox One hasn't come out with the color controllers. Like, I've always played my 360 with my pink controller, and yeah. I don't yeah. know why that's so important, but no, it, it, it is. Look, everything's got a personal preference. I, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. Um, I think that's really cool. Once again, I think I think Xbox did a really good job at showing off really cool hardware stuff. For sure. Um, that makes yeah. me really excited. Um, but they did show some games, too. So we're going to talk about the games. Okay. Um... I know one thing that they really, I know doesn't drive both your interests, but Gears 4. Yeah. Um, as a huge Gears fan, I am really excited to play the Gears game, play a new one. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed because I feel like I'm just playing the same game. Really? A little, a little updated. Really? I'm getting, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed. I was kind of expecting, I don't know why I was expecting like something kind of big to be pushed into the series. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm excited to play the story. I like that we get to see old Marcus Phoenix in a chair. That was cool. Yeah. Um. And I'm gonna buy it, but I'm gonna buy it for the multiplayer. I'm not gonna buy it for the story. I mean, like exactly. I'm, I'm, I, I dwelled a lot. I mean, unless the story can be really good, it might be. But it's, it's got like a hipster chick in it who wears a knit cap, it's got a hipster <laughs> like giant bearded guy. I, I'm yeah. not really sure what they're going with the story yet. Um, and the gear story to me was really good. Um, it, it's one of the few video games I cried twice in. Um, it it tells a really good story about like almost brotherhood in a lot of ways. I don't know if it's gonna be the same in this one. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I'm I'm excited. And I'm I don't care for the the Elite controller they announced for it. That kind of pisses me off, to be honest. I, I don't know why. I just like a controller that's made just for Gears. Of War. I don't. It just pisses me off. I don't. It's a hundred fifty dollar controller that plays just Gears of War games. I mean, you can play other games, but it yeah. has like the Gears icons, like on the. the, the I don't know. I just, see. I thought that you were gonna be like so obsessed with that. I I think if they didn't announce so much other cool hardware stuff, I'm I, I more care about designing my own controller. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wish you could design your own Elite controller. That would um, be pretty yeah. cool, yeah. Because uh, I, I want to really control it, but I'm not ready to forge 150 bucks and something. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. It just like, when, it, when they showed it, it just kind of bugged me. I don't know why. Huh. It just did. Um, I think I'm kind of like... I don't, I don't like the, the Elite controllers so much right now because as someone who doesn't have one, I feel like I have the unfair advantage in video games now. Yeah, I was I was excited when they announced the Elite controllers originally mm-hmm. last year, I think was when they announced it. Last year, yeah. Um, I was really excited because to me... Uh, changing settings and dialing tons of different things and changing a game type to to focus on a different way to play a game to do that competitively is kind of cheating the system to because to me being a pro gamer is being a professional at the game as it is as, as it is. as it yeah. releases and um, so adding um, like new controllers and like having like third party controllers like be like your professional tool that that breaks the experience to me that's not being a pro gamer you're just yeah. you're, that's like that's like being a professional football player that's allowed to wear gloves that allow the ball to stick to your hand that's it's cheating you're you're just making the game easier which they actually do but you know but, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, thing, yeah. it's cheating you're making the game easier for you yeah. um, so the elite and, controller has actually become that because being so big in a competitive halo as, as i am 
people use the Elite controller online, and you can clearly tell they're you using the Elite. You can clearly tell because they crouch a fucking thousand yeah, times. They're clearly using it, and there's no skill involved in that. Right. You're just I mean, you know, like, there's. I think there's still skill. You think you, you still gotta be skillful, I mean. But I just feel like it just gives a little bit of an advantage. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. I, the Elite controller kind of bummed me out because it's made it to be almost unfair to play on competitive games sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like, like Halo, because Halo is such a timing-based game yeah. um, that it's hard to do. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Um, this is the first time I'm going to say this, guys. I think I might play Forza. Yeah. I think I might play Forza. It, for the very first Forza Horizon was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. The second one just felt like it was a lot more arcadey, so it kept me away from it. And now this one looks a lot more arcadey than the second one, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm afraid to I think, play it. I think that's why I like it, though. I yeah. think I was too intimidated by it being so uh, realistic all the time. I, yeah. I'm really, like, I like seeing like the trucks flipping all kind of I don't know if I'm still going to buy a Forza game, because I don't know who I'm going to play that with. Because I'm going to have to play that game with somebody to enjoy it, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, but, I mean, then again, on GTA, I get on GTA and I just drive around my car all the time. So it'd be kind of cool to do what action again is meant for that. Yeah. Um, but I like that. That looked kind of cool. That was yeah. a, a fun little demo they did for it. Yeah. Um, it was definitely pretty. Yeah. Microsoft also showed off Final Fantasy XV. Um, and the demo was just really weird. Like, it's like, look wah, at this really wah. cool thing where you, yeah. you can, like, fight with the other enemies and it becomes, like, this three-way battle. But, like... It was kind of like just a like a five minute demo of the guy getting his ass handed to him. Yeah, like that and like him phasing through the monster over yeah. and over and yeah. over I, and over. And I'm just like, um, I'll be honest. I've been really. I mean, I don't like Final Fantasy games, and I was really excited about this one. This actually kind of made me a little bit skeptical and wanted to get. You know what I feel like they should have showed because <laughs> I've seen this little clip outside of it. Um, you see the main crew in Final Fantasy 15 like standing like in this area doing their own thing. Something happens and it wakes up like a titan, like across the field from them. Yeah. The titan picks up this giant like boulder and lobs it across the field, and it like it, it annihilates this whole like herd of like animals that they're like looking at. Yeah. And that initiates the fight between them and this titan. That's fucking cool because that's really cool. That that's all flu. That's all fluid, and it's all happening in real time. So that that big like titan fight was happening in real time, but they didn't present it that way. They presented it as like an instant thing where like the battle starts and you are already fighting it, and like it it was just really it was it was, bad. It was a weird demo because I mean all the stuff I've seen of the game I even watched you play the demo like a demo of the game and mm-hmm. it looks really beautiful and cool. Yeah. And this I don't know it just didn't look good. It didn't didn't feel like it was gonna be fun. I don't know it was a yeah. weird demo. It's when you show off games, we talk about Ubisoft and how they over present something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Man, maybe maybe these guys should have done the same thing with this game because they underrepresented this game like really badly. Yeah, and I think misrepresented it a lot. Yeah, the the trailers the trailers that they showed off were better than the gameplay that they showed off. Yeah, uh, the gameplay was just like okay, I've had enough of this. It's, yeah, it's really busy. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what's going and, on. And you're right, you're like watching. Yeah, I like, tuned the, out halfway through. You're like watching the dude's arm like face to the character, <laughs> and he's like falling down flat on his face and constantly getting. It looked like he was just a bad player. It looked like like Snoop Dogg came on. I was like, I'm gonna play this game too, guys. Exactly. Exactly. Which, Snoop Dogg, I don't know if you're a bad player or not, but I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> we know you're out there. Um, but uh, there were a couple things that were my favorite part of, of E3. I think uh, Sea of Thieves was up there. Sea of Thieves was yeah, really was impressive. Cool. And, and I really liked just, it. I'm really disappointed that the internet seemed to not like it as much. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think it's because like we, we have such a core group that we play games with. Yeah. That's how we're seeing us play Which, which is exactly how, how when I see Ghost Recon, it's how I see Ghost Recon. Yeah, so, so I think you're right. I to think, us, it's really big, but to 
a lo- I would say a large portion of gamers don't have groups that they play with. They just play mm-hmm. by themselves. But I don't think... I mean, I think this demo just showed off a group play. I don't think you have to group play. I don't think so either. Because no. the game to me seems like what, like what almost kind of like a small version of like what Elite Dangerous and No Man's Sky is where you're right. kind of yeah. discovering a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but they just wanted to show kind of almost like a deathmatch scenario happen. Mm-hmm. And man, I thought it was just really cool. You saw like the, the bullets crash the boat. And yeah, that was that was the really cool. And the cannons and everything. And, and like like your uh, like your crewmates were having to like go like below deck and go fix the boat to keep you from yeah. Like, and then like yeah. you even like to go, you had to climb up and like and like raise the sails and, and mm-hmm. lower the masts. And I'm like, oh, this is so it's cool. definitely a group effort. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's a really cool. It seems like multiplayer. Yeah, and and it actually kind of ties in if you really think about what they're doing with Xbox because. They also announced they're gonna have, um, you can have like almost like a crew or a, or a clan really on uh, Xbox clubs. Now. Xbox clubs. Clubs. Ah, clubs. Yeah, you can do that. Um, we you don't have that and four. And, and then you can do that, um, which basically <laughs> is what we've been doing. What we have on Reddit and everything. These um, these look for gamer kind of things. Yeah. And now you can do that. You can like be like, I want to play this game. Who wants to play? And mm-hmm. they always broadcast to everybody who wants to do the same thing you want to do. Yeah. And I think that that Sea of Thieves. I don't think people are thinking about that. Mm-hmm. If I go on Sea of Thieves by myself, I can hit. I'm looking for a crew. And people can join on my game because that's what we're, like, it, I do in Reddit right now. It looked kind of it looked kind of generic too, which was cool because like it looked like you could just basically broadcast a message like I want to play, uh, looking for a group to play Xbox Live with tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to play a multiplayer game. Like want to be able to do this. Like you can kind of generalize it. Like if you want yeah. to go further, like looking for someone that I can but, play GTA with, and then we, we talk about masturbation I, for four hours. Yeah. Like like you could probably get really specific. And, yeah, like, <laughs> and I, I think it's cool because we we. When we started playing Xbox Live, we had this this experience that we didn't have chats or parties or anything like that at all. Yeah. So we were meeting so many people. I mean, one of our best friends is from Canada. We've never met him in person. Yeah. You know, I've known him for almost a decade at this point yeah. now. Yeah. And I, uh, and so we we have a friendship that we don't get that anymore because we only play on a specific group of people. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to have that experience. So when people are looking at, um, you know, see a thieves and like, well, I don't have a friends to play with. You have this option to play with people now. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think people are, haven't seen that yet, but I liked it. That's probably my honestly my favorite thing from this this press conference. Yeah, I feel like Microsoft just did a lot of stuff to beef up the Xbox experience, which is cool. Um, yeah. Which I, I know people holding the everyone's like, this is a games console. This is a video game console. Uh, our video game expo, not a games expo. Right. So it's everything video game related. Yeah. Um. You know, and I I thought that. It, I thought both Microsoft and Sony crushed it in different ways. Yeah. Um, I was really excited about what Xbox is bringing to the table now, mm-hmm. um, as far as it goes for the, the universe they're building there. Yeah, they've, they've done well to prepare us and get us hyped for the future of Xbox. Not like, oh, cool, these are the games, and they're just not very impressive, so I'm going to skip them this year. It's it's like, I'm really waiting to see what they're going to do next. Yeah. So they, um, they, they did a good job at that. What did you guys think about ReCore? Record looks really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks I, interesting. I definitely want to give it a shot. It's I, definitely a game I want to play. It makes me, you know, like bring back my my love for platform games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love platformers and I love those kind of games. I mean, and it looks like a very advanced platform game. Yeah, um, with a lot of stuff going into it. I I'm really looking forward to it actually. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, as the uh, the Halo fan, what do you think of Halo Wars Two? Did you play Wars the beta? Two? No, I haven't played the beta. I, I have it too. Um, I haven't played it. I played. Uh, maybe an hour of the first Halo Wars. Um, I, I, Halo Wars. I ended up, <laughs> I ended up like looking up every single cinematic online and just watching it like a movie because mm-hmm. I wanted the you story. You don't like RTSs. Yeah, I'm not an RTS. Oh, okay, fan, yeah. so, so he's my, not gonna yeah, play. Yeah, so yeah. my my love of Halo cannot overpower my right. my You're dislike for RTSs. So. Yeah, see, I'm a big RTS. Yeah, see, I don't mind the RTSs. Yeah, I, yeah. I like. I, I grew up on Command and Conquer, so I'm a big RTS fan, and I I, uh, I thought. 
this the the cinematic trailer they put after this one was the second best one. I'll talk about the first one and the next thing we talk about. Mm-hmm. But this is the best um, cinematic trailer. It looks fucking beautiful. Yeah, it oh, was. Yeah, I, I love the story they're portraying it. Like the idea of the uh, what was it, the abandoned um, uh, like elite or the the abandoned covenant essentially. Is what you're well, fighting. yeah, and this this takes place after after Guardians, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it from what I understand, it looks like it's almost taking place uh, on the arc. Yeah, it is. It is on the arc. Yeah. yeah, so it's taking place on the arc. So we get we get some pretty interesting story elements that may um, kind of you know push us deeper into what could be happening in the Halo universe because mm-hmm. they they are trying to you know slowly build um, on the Halo universe. You know, kind of like Star Wars is doing. They're making a more focused effort. Mm-hmm. Halo is trying to do that as well because of the narrative of Halo Five and what's going into Halo Six. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm just not I'm not crazy excited about the gameplay itself. Yeah, I I, I think I mean I didn't I actually see any gameplay of it, so I don't really know what it's gonna look like the gameplay yeah. wise. Um, you know, once again though, I think if uh, I can use my mouse on my Xbox, I think I'll I'll be more intrigued to play it because I can't play RTS with a controller. It's yeah, just, it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, and the last thing, um, I don't know if we touched on it yet when we're talking or when we're not talking, but I know my favorite things was the Minecraft Realms. Yeah. 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 I uh, that's really fun. We, I can't tell you how many times I talk to, like, everyone. I'm like, man, I really wish we could just have, like, our own server to play in, and we could mm-hmm. always go in at the same time and not have the host be on it. Yeah. But they took this a step further from what I was thinking, my mindset, and everything you play on this. If yeah. you play it in your iPad, you play it on your Surface, you yeah. play it, I mean... Part of part of Microsoft's um, move with purchasing Minecraft was that that was an eventuality. That's what yeah. they wanted. They wanted you to be able to have, like... Um, like the game bands, like to have like Minecraft like on your wrist, so you can go to, like go anywhere and like plug it up and play it on like a PC or That's something. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they wanted to do that, but they also wanted to integrate um, the realms deeper into the other um, all the other platforms, so that you could have your realm everywhere. Yeah, and that it's that's cool. Like that's 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 a I'm, huge ubiquitous yeah, Minecraft I, experience. I am definitely going to be getting um, Minecraft on my my Surface now. Like I've been holding off on it because I always see it when I go on my, my Surface. I'm mm-hmm. gonna hold off. I'm gonna get it on my Surface because now I'm traveling. Like this is made me want to play Minecraft more than ever want to play Minecraft before. Yeah. I love yeah. Minecraft because we can all make a world together. Yeah, and. And, and have it be something instead of just like, hey, I'm going to go fuck around for an hour. Yeah, know? and now it's something that we can, I can go on. If I'm by myself, I can go on and blow off Steam. You know, because I love Minecraft because it's so, mm-hmm. it's so relaxing to play Minecraft. Gosh, yeah. the, every time it rains. Oh, it's beautiful. And the, this little, like, piano comes yeah. on, and I'm just like, sometimes I'll just stand there in the rain. Yeah. Like, it's just beautiful. I, when, I'm down, when I'm down mining, that the sound of you hitting, like, the dirt and, like, the music playing and everything. Because yeah. I, I, I used to play with headphones on all the time. Just and like, so I'm just lost ding. in it. I'm lost in a trance and I play it. So this is maybe want to play Minecraft even more. Now think so about nice. you. You could be on your computer playing it. You could mm-hmm. be on your Xbox. I could be on my Surface. Speaking Adam of, and did, we, playing. did we get a release date for that or any kind of See, information about that? I think that? it's like out like now. I think it's, is it out now? I was gonna because they said something yeah. like they're like it's gonna be out next year and they're like now you can play Realms. I'm like what? Are you, what is it gonna be, guys? Yeah. I think they were talking about maybe texture packs being out next year. I don't know. They said something about a year from now something being out, but it sounded like it was. It sounded like it was out now. Realms has been a thing, but I think they pulled that functionality out of Minecraft to like rework it if I'm not mistaken. We should Google that yeah, later. We can, yeah, we can, yeah, we can talk we'll, about that later. We'll look at that later. But I, I, that, that's really intriguing. That's all I really have for yeah. Microsoft. Do you guys have anything for Microsoft? Now I'm real ready for that PlayStation talk though. <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's let's just cut into it. We're, we're diving deep right, in PlayStation. You go ahead so, and say your first thing. So Nerd. my first thing, <laughs> the biggest, the biggest thing for me for PlayStation um, was The Last Guardian. So they showed off Last Guardian stuff. This but not only showed off Last Guardian stuff, 
but finally gave this game a fucking release date. And it's this year. And it's this year. <laughs> it's like four months away. Holy shit, balls. How long has it been? Eight it's years? It's been like eight years. It's been like eight years, honestly. This, this, game, game, has, this game has been in development for like a decade. Yeah, this game was... They, they first announced this game on the PS3. And then we never heard... And then like for two or three years, we never heard of it. And they're like, oh, by the way, here's Last Guardian. And there was like <laughs> a, like the title on PS3. And we're like, yes. And then like two years go by, we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. This game has been in development for such a yeah. long time. But it's not fucking time. Let's, and <laughs> let's remember what this means, though. So The Last Guardian's... Uh, Project name is Trico, um, which which comes from Eco, and then I think the second one was called uh, Nico. Mm-hmm. It, well, these different projects, but yeah. Eco was the first game, Shadow of the Colossus was the second game, and Last Guardian is the third game. These games, um, there is no clear correlation between these. There are things that are present in uh, Shadow of the Colossus that harken back to Eco. The the charm of Shadow of the Colossus for me was that that was really the first game that laid out so much. Uh, laid out so many questions that I was like, what is this world? Because you just get thrown into it. You're just a guy fighting off these colossi. Um, you don't know the story behind them, like who trapped uh, Dorman, this evil force. Like You don't know any of it. Um, it's, it's just the mysticism of this world and this land. It tells such an amazing story. Last Guardian, um, I think, is going to deliver on that uh, exponentially. It's going to give us this world, this amazing thing that we can like go do. We're going to ask questions like, what is this creature? Who is this boy? Where does this boy come from? Um, what what special connection do these two share? Um, why is this boy running from guards? There's so much they've showed off in these things. It's it, it's it's going to snare you again, and it's going yeah. it's going to bring you into this world. And that's what I'm excited for because games don't really do that anymore. Um, so I'm I'm excited for that as a huge huge fan of Shadow of the Colossus. That's that's what I want in this game again. Yeah, I just I mean we didn't we didn't get much that we saw in the game. We just got a fucking date, which is I would take that over gameplay at this point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um on the, the Sony Press conference, Easily was by far probably everyone's favorite, it sounds like, but it was it was definitely my favorites and it started out even so great. That orchestra oh. was beautiful. Oh. Yeah. That's like Sweet. like like as much as I like the Ubisoft dance party. That's how you start a fucking press conference yeah. at with yeah. a fucking beautiful orchestra with Bear McCrary in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he, if anyone who doesn't know, he does the uh, the sound or uh, music for The Walking Dead. And uh, when uh, the, the second I said, "Go, it's Bear McCrary," I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like I was super excited. That's amazing. Um, so I I loved it. And this this press conference started out so strong with God of War as its yeah. first game, and not and, like God of War, 3, and not like God of War, not like God of War Four, not God of War the beginning, like just God of War. So yeah. to me. That that intrigues me because I played the first one. I messed around with the second one, and I just kind of so is it a reboot? Here's no. Here's the thing. From what What we've seen, from what we've seen, from what I know of God of War, in the last God of War, like as part of like as part of like the timeline, God of War, the first one opens up with uh, Kratos being betrayed by the gods, and his wife and his son are killed. Yeah, and then he strikes against the gods, and he is set out to go and kill the gods himself. It eventually ends with him finally killing like the last Greek god. Uh, I think Ares at the very mm. end of God of War 3. He kills Ares and then the end is just him walking away from it. From what we've seen in this trailer, um, the imagery and what is said, um, when you when you see in the trailer the, the big giant that they fight, the giant mentions Valhalla. That is Norse mythology. I think that this new God of War is going to drop Kratos like he has 
left Greek mythology behind. Those gods are gone. There's no one to dictate what is and what, what can or can't I, he, be anymore. He walked away from that. So you think, yeah. you're probably thinking now he's starting almost a new, whole new life, essentially. I, I think that he's... Because his, I, I don't remember his son being redhead either, or his wife being redhead no. in, the, uh, in the, the whole Greek thing. But that makes more sense for the, that Nords kind of thing. Yeah, so I yeah. think that he, is, he started a new life, and now shit is getting stirred up again. And something is going to happen, and the Norse gods are going to get on his bad side, and it's but... time to... I don't know about that because there is a god of war in Norse mythology and Kratos is not it. Well, no, no, no god, there's not a god, Kratos isn't a god of war in Greek mythology. It's Ares. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. We're cool. We, we see some interesting stuff too. <laughs> so we see um, like the, uh, we see Kratos do something like really interesting things like his like axe. Like when he like throws his axe, he holds it out and like calls yeah. it back. That's a power that he didn't really have before. Yeah, which um, is a which is a Thor power, which is based off of Norse myth- Norse mythology. Yep. His son like goes to like fire like his like bow, and it's a fucking lightning arrow. Yeah. Which is again Norse, Norse. mythology. Yeah. So, I didn't even put it together. That's that's yeah. a great call out. Yeah, did you read so, that or did you come with that in your own? Somebody talked about the, the giant <laughs> mentioning Valhalla, and I was like, well, that's Norse mythology, and we went back and I was like, wait, no, 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 God of War's Greek mythology. Yeah. And so I've just been kind of like just building yeah. it. Yeah. So. I, there's a lot of uh, talk online I've heard about people thinking this may be like the passing of the guard too to his son because the whole demo we're seeing is he's showing his son like how to this do is how you, how you do things which I, which someone's got a daddy issues love it <laughs> Lo- like that, that well it me. sounds to me like he's been absent because he's like did your mom teach you this did your mom teach you this yeah. and like this is kind of his first encounter with, hey, let me show you how to yeah. really do this stuff. And, and even, like, there's, like, little moments in the show, too, like, the, like the last when they kill that giant, and he's, like, going to console his son. He stops himself. He's like, I can't do that. Because yeah. I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll stop him. Yeah. yeah. And I, that I, kid, I'll be honest, guys, that kid's going to fucking die so hard. <laughs> oh, that kid's, that kid's going to die so good. It's going to happen. It's probably no, going to be the very beginning of the game. And, yeah. Kind now, I just want to say, Kratos had... The dopest fucking beard ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my new, um, you know, beard inspiration right there. It was so good. When I saw it, when I saw it come out of the shadows, I'm like, oh, the beard, it's so good. That's so <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, God of War was really good. And then, I mean, we're just, I mean, honestly, we're going to just pile down because we got a lot of games here. Can yeah. we talk about my favorite now? We, we will in a second. I, wanna, I, I'm, I have this okay. in order, so I want to, because okay. I'm going to just hit it real quickly here. Okay. Uh, Days Gone. Did, eh. Days Gone looks really, really good. Looks really good. So, and I, that I'll, trailer. I'll say, I'll say this much. I have become so numb to zombie games. And I have too. I, I like zombie I'm stuff. Fucking I don't like zombies. zombies. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I am sick of zombie <laughs> games. But this this game, um, with the little bit of story that they, they gave us at first, yeah. at looking just like a post-apocalyptic, not like zombies, but like... They never mentioned zombies yeah, either. So yeah. Yeah. At first, it was super cool, and then I saw gameplay of yeah. the, the when horde they, when of they, zombies. Yeah. When, they like, back into it, when they go back into it and start showing us this gameplay, it's again, it looks post-apocalyptic, like, okay, what's well, really interesting? It's like civilization's trying to rebuild itself. Then the guy's looking for, I think, Two Dog is the, yeah, the, the guy's yeah. name. Then we see like this like little kid thing that like looks like a zombie but yeah. kind of like a demon thing. It's but like, he was whoa, like whoa, eating whoa, whoa. on a wolf. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, what it the fuck like, was that? And, and I was like, uh oh, it's a zombie. And you go, that's not a zombie. Yeah, I was like, no, no, that's not a zombie. There's no way. And then <laughs> and you see like, like uh, World War Z level cockroaches. See, like, zombies. hold on. Yeah. At first, it was kind of like a little like bag of nope, and then it became like <laughs> a mountain of nope because it was like. Literal like cockroaches. Yeah, it was just hordes and Which hordes is, and you, hordes. You like different things. No, <laughs> I can't handle it. So, um, I want to talk about real quick the trailer, real quick. That that first trailer, dude. That story had me moved. 
And oh, I hate, yeah. I hate, oh, yeah. I hate bikers. Like I hate biker stories. I hate Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I just don't like bikers. I don't like them. They're like I'm a tough guy kind of thing. Like like yeah. just, I don't know. I've never liked it. But man, I was really touched by the story yeah. of like riding the wind. I'm just gonna miss you. I'm like, oh man, it's so touching. He's <laughs> oh. like a tough guy, but he's got yeah. a soft side. Right. Um, he wrote that. But the <laughs> game, he writes that in his diary. Yeah. Show other bikers. Yeah. He's got a soft side. But the, the gameplay and, and look, man, I I like zombies. I love them. I'm getting a little kind of burnt out in zombies as well. And that. This, this, I didn't care. I was like fucking awesome, dude. That looks scary and intense and like everything about about it. Like nope, hordes of nope, like zombies nope. crumbling over each other. Yeah. It, nothing. Nothing broke. Nothing. I mean, the game played beautifully. It did. It was very scripted, but it played beautifully. Right. Um. Because that's that's like, something that I'm also terrified for. I'm terrified for the game to get dialed back so hard where if you don't do now, the thing where you drop the the rail to stop the zombies, if you fuck that up and you die, it's gonna be like. It's going to be a continual stream of you fucking up until the, your last run where you finally get it right. Which, which, wait, wait, you I'm, love that. Well, right? sort yeah. of. And it, Unless it's because it's, it's, so it's not Dark Souls, it, you can't well, like no, it. It really, it really depends. <laughs> so this is a game that's that's driven by narrative and driven by the environment. That's game-breaking in a, in, in a game that is so driven by its its atmosphere. Yeah. Because that's not atmospheric to me. It's... That the atmosphere is me trying to survive, not me dying over and over and over and over. Right, again. I got you. Yeah, so. I, I'm, I'm just picking you for that. But yeah, I thought the game. I mean, it just it it looked beautiful. I mean, I I, I want to see more of it now. Yeah. Um, I hope the whole game isn't you running from hordes of zombies though, because that was that was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was funny because I was comparing it to. I think a lot of people were were comparing it to The Last of Us when you first mm-hmm. see it because yeah. you know it's third person. It's it's very beautiful looking, and I'm like, man, I, I, I like The Last of Us, but my issue with it was. It was a very stealthy game because the zombies are, like, horrific. I mean, they yeah. they are... There's not many of them, but they're horrific when you see them. This is almost the opposite. I mean, they're, they're horrific to you, obviously, but... Yes. I mean, there's just a lot of them. You haven't really seen their faces or anything. But the scary part is that it's just so much coming at you. Mm-hmm. And everything... And, and I was watching everything around the game, too. And when he's going up the tower, you can see all the zombies still hoarding around on yeah. the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it looks very... Still more coming. Yeah, after. it looks just very fluid. I like that. Yeah. Um... It reminded me of um, the scene in the cave of, uh, ga- of, of yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just no they're, like, they're climbing on top of each other right. to get to the person that they're, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to. Yeah. Um, all right. So next big thing, and this will be your big thing. Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. Looks oh. awesome. It looks As amazing a last year. Yeah. Woman, and I just Man, love I, to see a game. When, when she was talking strong to that guy, woman. When she was talking to that guy in the trailer, and the guy's like, We need to go. And she's like, I can't let people like die. And he goes, You're an idiot, and like runs away. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Julia's gonna love this. I know. This, this and is the, and I love redheads. Right. Love redheads. The, it, it's, so it's, like, gorgeous. it's like you wrote the game. Did you I write the game? God, Julia? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, this it, could be a JD Destiny scenario. Yeah, if this saying. character had a guitar and played guitar a lot, but Julia wrote this goddamn game. But yeah, but no, just the core of the game looks awesome. The the fact that all of the animals are um, machines and, well, and all the wildlife and, seems and to this, be this machines. Goes, this goes in the thing of like um, people were talking about. This isn't taking place in the past. This is actually in a very futuristic right. world. Yeah. And they called all the, the 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 danger of the game. They called them the corrupted. Mm-hmm. It's corrupted machines. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ah. Yeah. The whole the story's got me more intrigued. It's got me way more intrigued now than it did last year. The gameplay had me last year. The story and the gameplay had me yeah, this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, the game looked a lot of fun. I like the way you can you can like b- like break the uh, the animals by like shooting them and like and like roping them down. You can ride them after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, it was just 
Yeah, at one point she's like, oh, I got to go over here because I need a mount. And Steven was like, a mount? And I was like, yeah. hold on. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> and it was just... It was awesome. It was really cool. It, it looks, the map's really diverse. This character looks like a really good, like a really good character. That, I love her bow. That game reminds me a lot of how... Uh, the Warner Brothers games have been taking shape with like Shadow of Mordor. And yeah, Madness. exactly. Yeah, it looks like it's a game with like a huge, lush, full atmosphere with like just tons of tons of creatures, tons of things to get into, tons of things to collect. Mm-hmm. But there's this really awesome narrative that 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 begs to be explored. Mm-hmm. So that's that's and be cool. and, and the game looked fucking beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just looks so it looked great. Beautiful. Yeah, I, it makes me so excited. She comes across this hill and you're just like, oh my Ugh. gosh, this herd of these, you know, corrupted or whatever. Yeah. Or no, 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 they're not corrupted. I don't think. No. They're, not, the, the, the one with the blue eyes. The, yeah, the wildlife are just they're, right. They're, yeah, and that's that's the thing too, because not every everything you see is gonna be dangerous, mm-hmm. robotic. It's just the corrupted ones that are happen to be like the fucking. And I feel like a lot of times the reason why you have to kill these animals slash machines are for supplies. I yeah. feel like a supply, which, like gathering which things, they, is they, be huge. they made a, a big deal of her doing that. Like, where she's like, I have to kill it for the supply. Like, she didn't right. have to kill it, but she's like, I have to get the supplies from right. it. And she's doing like trip mines, which kind of brings me back to um, The Last of Us, which you'll do in The Last of Us. You'll do a lot of sca- like scavenging and, mm-hmm. and creating things to help you through the game. Yeah. Which is super cool. Yeah. I, I just love the it, whole, everything about it. Yeah, I, I, it. I figured that was going to be probably your favorite game. And I mean, so. I don't even own a PlayStation. So you, this you means are. I have to spend hundreds of dollars to play this game. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. Which is worth it because I think Sony has enough out there now yes. we can talk about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, the next big thing, they, I'm, I'm going on the list of exactly how they put it out here. Okay. Next big thing was one you were all excited about, was Detroit Become Humans. Yeah, I mm. become human. Sorry. Because I mean, Quantic, so awesome. Quantic Dream just makes amazing yeah. games. Yeah, um, it is. It's just, it looks like they just... To me, it looks like um, almost what Heavy Rain did so well and better. Yeah, well, and see, my thing is too is that I'm not really, I'm not usually big into the the super narrative, quick time event type games where it's just about pushing through the story. Right. Yeah. Um, but this was this one's subject well, matter well, is very interesting. He- heavy Rain was. Uh, it was very dynamic. The story changed nonstop. When, yeah, you, know, you did. And it, like I said, this one looks like it picked up a lot from that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I guess my my big thing is like games that are just like, T- Telltale games. We're talking. Yeah, about. So yeah. It's like ninety percent story. And Tell- Telltale uh, is really pushing buttons. Yeah. Nothing matters what you do. This game, yeah. everything matters what you do. I feel yeah, like. So, I think if you walk a certain direction, it's gonna matter. But it's the story. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's really the subject matter. The whole. Um, AI and like what what is and what's not okay. Um, just the the subject matter in general is really really intriguing. And, and it was it was cool. I, I get really captivated in the story a lot of times, and it was really cool hearing the the, the dynamic between um, Connor. I think his name was. I think so. Yeah. Um, the the good AI, the good android, the bad android. And the mm-hmm. bad android was saying, "I've been a slave the entire." And like you, you can empathize with that too with that bad yeah. android. I think that's that's how you make good stories. The empathy with what with the bad yeah. persons and the bad characters in it. Yeah, I mean, um, there there wasn't really much besides you know showing off the different choices and stuff, but then that, that's what we've come to expect from their type of games. This yeah. is probably just gonna be the first one since like Indigo Prophecy that I, that I'm really gonna want right, to play. Right, um, Beyond Two Souls never really captured me because of what that that the narrative of it, and I loved Heavy Rain. I played Heavy Rain a few times. Yeah. Loved it mainly because there's a naked shower scene with a girl. It was great, but um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's ah oh, when I saw this trailer, I was so excited for it. Um, now, the next big thing, and I'm so excited for this, but I can't, I'll never get to play it, is, is, uh, Resident Evil, um, 7. Yeah. I'll never be able to play this game, because it's, one, I, I want to play it in VR so bad. I think I'm going into, like, buying it and just having nightmares for the rest of my life and just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it looks so fucking good and so horrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
Like, and, and the fact that this can't is going to do horror games. Yeah, I can't. I really can't either. I'm going to struggle with this one because I want to get into VR and I love what VR brings and it makes me even more scared because this is like you directly in it at this point. You're yeah. immersed into it. Yeah. Um, which is the my favorite thing about this. I think this is the biggest thing about the Resident Evil 7 that even if you don't like horror games or anything, this is going to be the first AAA title that's going to have a full campaign in VR. Yeah. And, and it's optional, too. Yeah, and it's optional, so you don't have to play it in VR either. But the fact that they're, they're doing, from start to finish, VR campaign is... Super cool. Is yeah. amazing. And that and that right there, people who have been skeptical about VR, that's the push right there. Now, in Sony's, yeah. Sony's uh, VR headset... That's, that's um, the next thing I was going to talk about. Is, that, yeah. is interesting because we've been kind of expecting PlayStation 4.5 to come out and that be, like, the, the harbinger of their VR headset. Yep. Yeah. The fact that this VR is going to be totally capable of running off of the, the current PS4 yeah, system... The- is very interesting. Yeah, that was one of the things they were like, hey, um, we can, we already yeah. have this technology. But nobody really expected that. No one expected that. I think that's really, that was a really cool thing I think Sony did. I mean, they kind of came up there and said, our PS4 is all ready to go. Right. We, yeah. we made, I mean. I think that was a, that was a, you know, a push to, uh, to Microsoft with coming out with this new console. I mean, They're like, yeah, well, ours already does it, so. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think Sony I mean, I, I can't speak on the time. I feel like they had a lot of insight going into what the industry was pushing towards. And I think when Oculus Rift was first announced, I think they were like, we got to make sure we are already yeah. ready because that's going to yeah. be the push. Yeah. And that's incredible foresight in that company. For sure. Um, now, the fact that it's coming out October 13th um, for three ninety nine, yeah, is wow. fucking incredible. Yeah. That is, it's, it's, I think, a great price. It's going to be all the other VR headsets. Um, it's going to be on a, on a wide thing they're going to have out there. And from the time it comes out to the end of 2016, 50 games are coming out. I'm I'm excited to see reviews for their VR headset. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what people really think of it and how it performs because that's that's gonna sell me on it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, we're it definitely may, not getting one the day of. No, but um, I, I might. But. It'll it'll be <laughs> it'll be really interesting to see um, how well it performs, given the fact that it's gonna be running off of it. You know, the current PS4. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they showed some cool stuff. They showed some things I didn't care about. The Final Fantasy thing they showed was stupid. I, just, I don't know. I thought that was just the silliest that, thing ever. That was. That was kind of silly. Um, it was, I think, the whole thing of, like, them, like, you got a VR headset on there. Hey, bro. That whole thing was just gimmicky. Final <laughs> Fantasy did, did, did a yeah. shitty job this year, yeah. whatever they were doing. Yeah. Um, they had a, a, a rail... I thought it was a rail shooter that they showed first or whatever, that the first game they really showed on like mm-hmm. after they announced the VR. I thought it was a rail shooter. And they released a controller. I don't know if you guys saw that controller. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be for this game. Or it's going to be for all of them, but they made it, like in fact for this game and the whole and the game is you're moving around yeah that's gonna be really awesome so what I thought was I'll, I'll play the shit out I'll of play the shit out yeah and that, that control looks awesome like it's supposed to be a, a one for one you move you're moving at the same time there's no huh. lag there's no latency you're moving directly with it um, the fact that the move controllers are gonna be uh, compatible with this so you can get like two move controllers and the same and you can it's your hands essentially mm-hmm. that's yeah. really cool um, I think that this is um, this VR, I, I like. This has made me a push for my for the PlayStation. I think. Yeah. Um. It's it's a it's a great. Yeah. This move. is definitely PlayStation's year for sure. Yeah. Well, PlayStation's kind of conquered the last two years pretty well. I feel like they've done a really good job. They've 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 set a focus and they've been really doing a good job. I guess for me personally, right. I 
I have I'm just gonna say unanimously it. last year they won. They won right. Too. I mean, for, I feel like the only reason in the past that I've wanted to get a PlayStation was because of Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'll say as a guy who owns a PlayStation, but I play Xbox exclusively. Is I hate playing the Xbox. I wish you guys just had a PlayStation so I right. play Xbox because I, <laughs> I I like I hate that like, I can't uh, have a wireless headset. Um, I hate that I can't have Bluetooth stuff with it. I hate that. Um, my Xbox crashes all the time. My games crash. Well, I never what, had issues on my PlayStation. The only thing that really sucks um, is the same thing that really sucks about an Xbox, and that is that in order for me and Steven to play together, we have to have two. Yeah, yeah. So when we do get a PlayStation, we're not going to be able to, you know, get on multiplayer right, and, right. and play all these games but that we do now really, because really, we have to have two of them. Really, right now, though, I mean, the games that are coming out are going to be single-player experiences for you guys anyway, so it's not really going to matter right now because I think that's what you guys are looking more towards. Sure. But it just makes me more excited that there's some cool stuff coming out for PlayStation that I think might, might like, maybe... You guys will get a PlayStation. Maybe like down the road, you get a PlayStation. Yeah. Like down the road, Adam. I mean, that's what happened with our Xbox. Yeah, we're like, and, fuck this. I want to play with and, you. Look, I don't, you know? Yeah, and, and and that's why I bought an Xbox. I was like, well, fuck. I want I want to play with everybody else. Right. I was playing with myself all the time. But mm-hmm. I'm not trying to shit in the Xbox. What they're doing because I like I like the direction they're going in. But the PlayStation is way more powerful than the Xbox. It performs way better. It just does. Like it yeah. simply does. No, it absolutely does. Yeah, so. and it's it's nice seeing. Um, I think a reason for people who want to buy a PlayStation now, yeah. who, who were on the fence in the first place about it, um, and the fact that the VR is cheap or ish, um, <laughs> the fact that ish. that fifty games are coming out, that we're gonna get a, I know Julia doesn't like Star Wars, we're gonna get a uh, an X Wing, uh, a Battleship X Wing game. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it looked really cool. Um, yeah. You know, Batman VR, which I wish they would have shown something that because I have no idea that's gonna fucking play. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. But the fact that the guys from Rocksteady are, are are building that game, I mean, mm-hmm. I just I, I can't sit and go. These guys can't make games. They're uh, not gonna make a VR game. Speaking of, I, that just reminded me. I was so disappointed that we didn't see a Rockstar game. Well, we haven't yet. We still have a few days in this in this thing. They're not gonna show off their stuff. You at, don't think they would have shown it at the press conference? No, that's not how Rockstar plays. Really? That's, they, they do not like doing that. Yeah. Huh. They, ever since they... After GTA... GTA 4 is the last thing they've ever showed at, a, at E3. They do not like showing stuff off usually at E3. They have said they're coming to E3. They have said it before. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, we... I think we're going to get it in these next coming days. I um, hope so. Yeah. I think we're, we're going to get a Red Dead uh, to... Um, That's what I've been uh, saying. ...sequel coming out. Yeah. Um, the other big thing... Let me ask you a question. You, you watched the COD... Uh, uh, gameplay, right? Yeah. Is that VR? They never really said that, that was. It's not VR. It looked, no. it, it like transitioned really weirdly in that one. So the yeah. whole time I thought it was a VR game. I was really excited. Yeah. But anyway, if it's not, it doesn't matter because the game looked fucking dope as hell. Yeah. Um, I really, hate really it's awesome. it's so funny. Like we hate well, honestly, well, we hate, but we we don't really are not fans of the Call the Call of Duty series. Yeah. And this looks so good. Yeah, this looks really great. Yeah. Um, everything they showed off. What, what was really funny is that a lot of people, when they started like playing through, and it was very apparent that this was going to be like this like flight simulator slash first person shooter. And I was like, oh my gosh, like like this one's going to take over. Like fuck Call of Duty. And, like <laughs> it's never going to keep up. And then you get the reveal I, that this I, is Call of Duty. I actually thought this was Killzone. The entire time I was watching this, this is yeah. Killzone series they're doing. They're like rebooting yeah. the series up, and I was just I was way wrong. And they said Call like. I love they, they didn't tell us what it was. It's, mm-hmm. we, we, we saw the game played. Which was smart. Which is smart because there's no you don't have any prejudice when you're watching it. Yep. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's really great. I think, honestly, too, the one person that we know who hates this whole game right now, mm-hmm. um, I think if he would have watched that gameplay without knowing it was Call of Duty, he would have known all about it. Yeah. Well, I'm super... Uh, I, I was super excited about it because the whole 
through E3, Steven's like telling me what the game is before the trailer's done. Yeah. But this was the first I, one that he didn't do it because I was like, please stop doing that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it, never mind. I was, yeah, I was like, doing the same thing. Please stop doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, because because I I don't like I stay off of Reddit the week before E3 because oh, yeah. I don't want spoilers. And oh, he's yeah. like spoiling it for me the first two yeah. seconds. Yeah. He he would text me. So, he goes, oh my god. And I go, don't say anything. Yeah. I gotta right. watch this. Right. So this was the first one where I was like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. I, at first I thought it might have been the Mass Effect game. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then it said it and I was like, holy shit. I, I didn't look anything like any other Call of Duty no, game. No, it looks impressive. Yeah. That's, um, what, that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. yeah. The, the departure from traditional Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think that's what you traditionally want to go with. And, yeah, um, yeah I just... I, I, I just don't see... I, I, it's funny that we're seeing the Call of Duty players hate this. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I wish, I don't know, I, just, I don't well, get it. It looks like a good game. We'll see, we'll see them change their minds. Oh, we'll look at a bunch of stuff game comes game. out. Yeah. Um, so the next big announcement, which I was the most excited for, was a Crash Bandicoot rematch. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty cool. I mean, look, here's the thing. It, I'm excited for them to come out, but at the end of the day, they're just remasters of the first ones. Right. You know, that gameplay. Well, is, they're, is, they're redoing the gameplay too. Well, they're, they're, it's gonna be the same gameplay, but they're redoing the physics and everything too. Yeah, they're, well, they're doing a whole, it's a, it's a full on remaster. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, I, I'm excited. I wish they just didn't show the stupid Skylander thing because that was dumb as hell. That was dumb. That was the worst part of the entire show, actually. Was yeah. the Skylander thing? Yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stand that. Yeah, because one, Crash looks stupid as hell. Yeah. Um, the whole draw your character thing looks stupid as hell. I, yeah. I, I, I hate these games. These, uh, these like Skylanders and the Amiibos and those kind of games. I just don't like them. Um, yeah. you know, personally, so this, I was turned off by this when they showed it. Um, all right, so. My my next game here on the Sony thing. This is my favorite trailer. How, how many more games do we have for the Sony one? Two. Just two more? Okay. Yeah. That I wrote down. Um, my favorite thing. This is my favorite trailer. This is... Um, I, I, honestly, I don't care about the game. I this trailer was really good. Was yeah. the uh, the Death Stranding trailer. Very, very Kojima. Very Kojima. That was... Uh, it had Norman Reedus in there. He was like, ba- was like baby. Oh, yeah. That was weird. That's my favorite trailer. It was so... The, Abstract. Oh, it was very abstract. Yeah. Very just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Which is which that if that's a Kojima game. Yeah. Right. Um, I love the introduction of Hideo Kojima as he walks in the white stairs. It's, it's gonna be really cool to see what he does outside of Konami and Metal Gear. Now. Yeah. That's I, and this be is the thing too. Awesome. He's been wanting to get away from Metal Gear for such a long time. I feel like mm-hmm. he's been talking about this. You know, when four, when three came out, he's like, I'm not doing Metal Gear anymore. When four came out, he's like, I don't want to do Metal Gear anymore. Yeah. And I think that's why he and Konami had a split because he doesn't want to do Metal Gear anymore. Yeah. He wants to do his own th- his own. It's a whole whole thing. He wants to express himself. Yeah, and, and he and, just can't right now. Yeah, and his I think his deal with Sony that he has is he's got full rights to whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Um, and this game, first off, I love Norman Reedus. Um, that was my favorite thing that we saw of this. But the music was fucking. Per- I listened to that song yeah. like twelve times now. The music's beautiful. Um, his emotion, he's holding the baby, like like I know this is a cinematic. So many, just so many questions. It was yeah. weird, like so he had questions. a scar on his stomach, like he gave birth to the baby, right. and right, and the it's... baby turned to oil. And <clears throat> now, like, foot, what? I'll tell you, I I always roll handprints, which is kind of different, but footprints are supposed to represent the past. Um, they represent the past of things because you leave a footprint, that's the, the past yeah. of something. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of footprints and handprints, or a lot of handprints in here, which usually doesn't mean which doesn't mean the same thing. But that's why I feel like they were going with there's a lot of handprints. Um, and everything was was barren waste of like there's no water yeah. there's dead whales dead crabs dead fish. Mm-hmm. At first it was so abstract I thought it was uh, Silent Hill. 
Yeah, I thought it was too. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, well, even the fact that Norman Reedus was in the Silent Hill uh, thing they did. Yeah. And there's a baby in the Silent Hill thing. I thought it was yeah. Silent Hill. That would I, really so I think this is going to be kind of like a departure into the, the wild and abstract. And, that he and wants kind to of, And kind of be like, um, almost like a Silent Hill type thing mm-hmm. with Kojima behind it. And that's that's yeah. really wild. And I, I just think, I'm telling you, the whole trailer, I mean, it, it hit me super hard as I... I, I Especially after your stupid wedding, after seeing all those little babies, I'm like super paternal right now, <laughs> and so like it's it, like everything hit me really hard in that, and I loved it. I, it's my favorite trailer. Um, I know there's no gameplay with it. I just thought it looked beautiful from start to finish. Um, and I think the last game they really showed off that was really major was something that I think you too, especially you, would like a Spider-Man game by Insomniac. Yeah. Yes, Insomniac. Yes. I immediately turned to the internet to be like, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god I gotta figure out more about this, like. So what I know about it is that it's Insomniac doing it, of course, but mm-hmm. this is like a new, like original Spider-Man story made by yes. Insomniac. Um, this is part of Marvel's push to go outside of movies, but also push for a big universe for games as well. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like headlining that. Um, it has nothing to do with the movie franchise, which yep. is really awesome. Not as, as not a licensed. You, you game. can tell because the suit's way different too. Yeah, the which suits, I think they, I, I think they did that on purpose. That's yeah, why it's a white spider on him. Yeah, very very interesting design for the suit. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked already. If I wasn't already committed to buying a PS4, that has committed me because it's going to be a PS4 exclusive. Yep. You were like hyperventilating. Oh, I bet. <laughs> the tra- yeah. Yeah. The tra- I was, I was like yelling. I was, I was like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's really cool too is that like, I'm such a huge Spider-Man fan. I kind of feel alone sometimes in my love for Spider-Man. When that trailer came out, I was so excited to see the internet's response to it. it Everyone's like, oh my God, Spider-Man cool. game. It, it's, like, that it's, was, it's just that cool was awesome. because we're getting a Spider-Man game. We're getting a developer that does games really well yeah um and we are getting a we're just getting so much cool stuff out of that game the gameplay looked fun that they showed off a little bit of it mm-hmm. oh i'm i'm so excited for this game yeah um that was that de- i mean just once again i think after the show i texted and i was like thank god i had a playstation already yeah <laughs> like i'm super yeah. excited i would have dust mine off and play some games on it now yeah. i feel like that's kind of how we felt with the nintendo conference yeah so i guess this is our i mean do we have anything else in the playstation one that we missed at no all? no we got it. everything yeah, oh we had a lot of stuff that, in that, that one that is that's that's all of it okay. um so let I'll, I'll go ahead and take the reins on the nintendo one. yeah because so. i i didn't watch the nintendo one did you watch the nintendo yes. press conference okay yeah we we watched it so the, the big thing with nintendo was that but they, they showed two games they, they've been they've been <laughs> limiting their actually their they presence. showed a couple more today yeah they had they had another like live thing today to show off more games but their their big thing was that they've been slowly limiting their their big presence um, Nintendo Which, has realized that it's about the software. That's what's going to sell your hardware. And traditionally speaking, that's how that's how hardware performs well. Is it's software? It's, right. it's, it's the amazing games. The uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and wind this back to the days of the Game Boy. The Game Boy was on the cusp of finally dying until the Pokemon games came yeah. out. Yeah. And then that like exploded. And oh it, yeah. It was software that sold that, and it was software that has pioneered that. So. That's kind of Nintendo's focus. I, th- I think you need both, though. Because you, you you do need definitely. both if yeah. you, if what your hardware is trying to accomplish a lot of things. I, I'm gonna tell you, I I hate that Nintendo doesn't want to play by the rules with this stuff. I I just don't like it. I don't like that they're doing their, like they're like little like their life thing is like them talking or whatever. I yeah. I fucking hate it. I just I wish they didn't do it. Well, um, it, what, what it's whatever sort of company move. I think it's just being a little. Almost a little arrogant. What what I will say on the other side of this conference, now that I've watched it, is that I totally get it. Um, 
so there the first game they showed off was Pokemon um to like just be like look like this is like the thing which was super cool yeah so like showing off which Pokemon was, was a good Royale move. thing yeah I I, I, so I didn't watch it so I have no idea no what it was. wasn't Battle it was Pokemon Sun and Moon no well, yeah, yeah, but Battle Royale yeah Battle Royale, yeah, Battle Royale is, a, is like a new thing that's gonna be in Pokemon Sun and Moon but Sun and Moon is is the, oh, the next the okay. next titles yeah, yeah. in the gotta catch them all franchise the main staple of the Pokemon yeah. franchise. Um, so we, we get some, some insight into, uh, the Alola region, which is like based off of like Hawaii. Everything yeah, is, like, and Hawaiian all themed. the music is super yeah, cool so, and tropical themed. Their well, outfits are tropical themed. We could, we could get really in depth as Pokemon fans into this, but the, the big thing that we saw is that it's, it's just a new world. There are new Pokemon. Um, they have, they've kind of changed up the Pokemon game experience by introducing new mechanics for the battles and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing is is the fact that these are just new games, and they're trying to do their best to uh, to make these interesting for the people that have been playing Pokemon and and newcomers for the franchise. Right. So, it'll be really cool to see um, a little bit more about the game because although we got um, like bigger chunks of information, we didn't get to see um, we didn't get to see much that that was outside of what Pokemon normally does. I completely disagree. Um, the mechanics themselves. I mean, the past games, even the last one where they got away from the top-down view, um, whenever you're playing, this is the first game where it's completely free roam. You don't have this X, Y, Z axis that you are made to stay on. It's completely free roam. Well, sort of, but like, I, I feel like X and Y and, where X and Y was like that too. What is that? I, I, I didn't play. I have no, I have no Either way. It was. I don't play both of my games. I think it's super cool. I think <clears throat> the graphics are are, are a lot better. They're, um, I mean, of course, nothing's going to change as far as the Pokemon game itself because no, that's but, what No, but I will is. say in, in terms of how the formula has been able to change, this just didn't seem like a departure at all. And, and before but, X and Y came out, that was my problem with oh, Pokemon games is that they'd finally become so stale that like, I needed something grandiose, like a new experience, and X and Y did that for me. Right. So I'm already getting fatigued on the X and Y change, and I want I want something more intuitive and more involved. Um, it had, if they showed, if they showed, if they if they had showed more, uh, you know, more possibilities for evolution, if they announced that like tons more Pokemon from the previous generations were getting new evolutions, that would be pretty cool. Something to kind of spark the nostalgia of Pokemon that like from different generations to have something to look forward to in the new one. That would have been really cool, but for me, like that was something that they talked about because they felt like they had to because those games are coming out. Yeah. They've already they already have for a sure. release date and everything. Yeah. The big thing of course was Legend of Zelda. Well back let's stay on Pokemon just for a second because we did watch today Pokemon Go. Was yeah. announced and, oh. and, and see that that a lot of gameplay. As someone who doesn't give a shit about Pokemon, that yeah. actually gave me a lot of yeah. Interest they they talked they a lot more a about lot Pokemon of, Go and, and they had a couple of field testers there that they interviewed. Um, they got to ask the creators questions. So people who have already played the game are like, "Hey, what about this? Or is this going to change?" And you know things like that. Yeah. So it was really really cool to see they actually pulled it up on someone's phone and we were able to see how you catch them. Yeah, um, so we actually got to see Pokemon Go view. play. Yeah, it was how, really, really how, cool. how did it look and everything? I mean, like... It, it looks really is cool. It? You were, you're able to change it from, um, uh, what is it, AR? Yeah, you're, you can Augmented change... Augmented reality. The way they okay, that's, what I, was, that's yeah. what I was going to add. Okay, yeah. that's and what I was... And it uses the camera on your phone 
and you can like you know oh there's a Pokemon and then you can catch Cause it. Because I think the Yami, like I, I don't care about the math thing. I, when, when they when they were uh, just a couple weeks ago they showed or maybe a week ago they showed a little bit kind of like a demo for mm -hmm. it and there was a lot of map stuff and I was like oh, I like the AR idea. Yeah. yeah. Also there's a little uh, clip that you can get which is called Pokemon Go Plus. Yeah. And which I think is super cool because when you are playing and you're walking around and you see, you have to completely stop. Yeah. Stop what you're doing and do everything. Yeah. But yeah. with the Pokemon Go Plus, you can keep walking, you can keep running, and you I, can do it. I just, I you can do everything. I personally hope they integrate that into working with smartwatches because I don't want to get See, that. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, think they, cool. I think they need to do that. I, I don't know if they're going to. I, when I, when I see that clip, I think they're not going to do that. That, because that clip peripheral is $35. So like that's like, I I wasn't. I feel like it's just that's you're paying for the hardware. I mean, yeah. you're not yeah. you're not well, paying for what it does. Of They're, course, right. Which, which is why I want it to be on smartwatches. Right. If I can get like exactly, if I can get like a Pebble or or, or a Moto three sixty yeah. and have it on my yeah. on that, they, they I think didn't. Be cool. They didn't really talk about any sort of trading system. Um, they didn't talk about. They the did gyms. talk about that it's going to be integrated. Well, it's yeah. going to be integrated. Yeah, yeah. We, we we know that. Um, but they didn't really touch base on a lot of stuff that we hadn't already seen in the yeah. past few weeks. Um, and they uh, the thing I saw for that I thought was really cool was the built-in pedometer, where it's mm -hmm. like to to evolve to hatch to do stuff like that. Hatch eggs, you had to walk a certain distance. And I think yeah. that's, I think this is a cool revolutionary thing that gets people, maybe, like especially kids, to like get the fuck out of the house yeah. and go do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely um, not just for kids because it's definitely gonna make me want to go outside. Well, I, yeah. I was just saying for kids. I mean, but it <laughs> no, makes, but like, it, yeah, it make me want to go definitely outside. because yeah. the generation right under us is in the house twenty four seven. Right, they don't ever get outside. Right, so Which, I definitely I, see what you're saying. I mean, I don't get outside either. Outside's dangerous, but yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, Pokemon Go has me more excited. I don't care about. The, I, I'll be totally honest. I don't care about the Sun and Moon thing. I just, I'm no, done. No, you're not a Pokemon. Fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm done with the Pokemon franchise as almost a whole. But the Pokemon Go, when they first announced that, I was like, I'm such a huge. Was, Pokemon you fan. got me there. Yeah, you got, you got, you got my interest. Yeah. And the more. And also, yeah, they are going to start with the first 150. Yeah, which I heard that too. So. And they're going to be adding more in there, mm -hmm. and everything's going to be ge uh, geographically based. Yep. Which I think, which I think makes you want to travel. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like if you're. Live more close to water. The closer you get to water, the more water Pokemon right, you're going right. to find. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it would be really cool that, you know, me being in Cape Cod and you guys being in Arkansas, we have two different, yeah. two different geographies. I'll be able to, like, hey, guys, look at my water Pokemon. There you water go. Pokemon <laughs> name. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> I think of my cloister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It'll be interesting to see where, where Pokemon go. Yeah. Goes. I'm, just, I'm um, super excited for yeah. it. They also kind of, um, I don't know if Miyamoto was supposed to, but... Um, it's supposed to release at the end of July. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of let that slip, and the, the other people were, the other guys were like, oh shit. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah now, he let it slip at the end now, of July. Uh, before we talk about Legend of Zelda, was there anything else they talked about? No. Not really. Um, there was some little um, DS game that they were playing right let, before we left. Let but, me, let me, yeah. uh, let me re reward that. Is there anything significant they're talking about? No. no <laughs> okay. Really. So, Legend of this Zelda. This is the, this is the meat and potatoes right here. Yeah. So, I, I watched a 30 minute video of playing Legend of Zelda, uh, last night. Absolutely um, gorgeous. I, I just, I did not want to watch yeah. the press conference, so I, yeah. I found a bunch of videos. It definitely doesn't it. look like any other Legend of Zelda game it, that it, I have ever seen. It looks like the, wind, like, Wind Waker, had, like, grew up a little bit. Right? Yeah. A lot more, so I like, say. Here's, here's the big thing. So, of all the games that we've seen out of E3 this year, this has really been the one that is absolutely completely playable. It is in enough of a working condition for tons of people. There, there are booths that are set up. I think there had to have been 
had to have been like 50 to 60 different booths running this game. Yeah. This, the area that they showed off that they've contained to the E3 tech demo, um, or the E3 demo, I don't want to say tech demo because this is a, this, it's a finalized product. Um, the giant map that they showed off, everything that you can go and explore, it, from what we've seen, it's taken these people minutes like upwards to about 20 minutes to get from one side of the map to the other. Oh, oh just that little segment? Just or? that just that one segment. And that one segment makes up about 2% of the entire fucking game. Yeah. Um, some of the big takeaways. Now, um, no, I just want to put it aside here, though. Big games don't make good games. Nope. Yeah. yeah but so I, just want, I don't want that to be a thing either. So I, a lot of what they're doing is trying to... Rein, not reinvent, but make a true successor to The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. The very first Legend of Zelda game drops you into a world, doesn't give you any explanation, you are a link, you just woke up, go. Yeah. Like, you can you can go from start to finish in a matter of minutes, you can go run to the final boss and try and fight him in your current state. Yeah. But no one goes and does that. Everyone wants to explore because people want to know more about this world, why you're there. The Legend of Zelda already has an amazing storyline at this point. We know what the Triforce is, power, wisdom, courage. We know that, that Ganon, Zelda, and Link are the three harbingers of the Triforce. Um, so Link waking up is really crazy because he wakes up into this new world that um, Ganon is has has taken over. Ganon has caused this thing. There's going to be a lot of a lot of push to try and figure out what has happened to the world and trying to resolve it because Link is the hero of time. So we know that we're going to need the, the Master Sword to fight off Ganon. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be things pushing you along the way. Interesting thing is that the map, in all of its expanse, has no map markers at all. There's nothing pointing you in the direction of anything in the game. Right. You dictate that. So if you go up to like a high peak and you see something off in the distance, you can drop into your map and set your own map marker for that. Yeah. You build your own map, essentially, to show you where these things are. There are over a hundred shrines and these shrines all have their own uh inner workings unique puzzles and things to to solve to get unique weapons unique armor classic um, zelda classic zelda yeah uh, but they those aren't a part of the big dungeons that are part of the the normal zelda thing too right. so there will be separate dungeons dungeons that all have their own themes um all allow you to work towards like this like you know one huge goal there's so much in this game and so much that they've showed off um so one of the big things was the environment. Um, part of naming the game The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is to signify that the wild, the land, is a big key element of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather plays yeah. a huge role. That was super cool. There was one part where he goes to a snowy area and mm. then Link himself Oh, yeah, like he shivering. gets cold because he's got a, a body heat temperature mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and he had to put on like, to, thicker clothes. Yeah, he yeah. had to change yeah. his clothes. I thought that was super cool. Um, the, the wind picks up and like somebody accidentally did this. So he like chops down a few like bushes and um, the leaves fall in front of a fire. The wind picks up at that exact moment, catches the leaves on fire, they hit the grass, starts to catch the grass on fire, and it starts to spread a wildfire that, like, hits this, like, enemy camp. Yeah. And starts, like, blowing up shit and catching them on fire, and it's totally reactive. Yeah. I I, had a, I watched a video where he was, where the characters found, like, a bunch of dry grass, mm-hmm. and he, um, and he, like, got a torch and he caught it on fire, and the whole thing spread, like, organically through yeah. it. Super and, cool. Yeah. I, the game is, is fucking beautiful and everything that it is. I told you guys before when I walked in today, I said... The game looks good. Looks really good. It's not enough for me to buy a, a, a Wii, right. um, but it might be enough for me to think about the NX when that comes out. Because I know this game will be on both consoles from what I'm right. doing, right? Yeah. Um, it will be on both. Um, the important thing is that 
this game will support the uh, the Wii U Pro Controller. So that actually tells us mm-hmm. that it's not going to rely on the Wii U gamepad for like which, all the gimmicks. Which is shit. good because I because uh, I, I took a, I thought it was going towards because um, like his little map he pulled up looked like a gamepad. I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, that also kind of gives gives me some hope because maybe that means that the NX won't have the controllers like the Wii. Well, the I don't think the NX is going to have like a big gamepad. I think the NX is going to be a console portable hybrid. So it'll be really cool to see what comes out of that. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We, 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 I mean, they, they, I don't think they announced anything about the NX, no, right? No, yeah, we knew they weren't going to do that. Yeah. Um, but as for Legend of Zelda, you know, what I watched of it, um, I mean, I think, like I said, it looks beautiful. It looks, it looks like a fun game to play. Um, you know, it, it carried, it was what they said they were, it was going to be. This game was going to be a cross between um, your... Uh, your Zelda series and Western RPGs, and I feel like that's what they're going towards. Yeah, I I was looking. I, I know I'm not gonna find. I was looking, I wanted to look for videos, see if we could find like an older Link, see what he looks like, see how that, that progression looks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm. Is there gonna be like a skill tree? I mean, do we? I, I don't know if well, like, yeah, that's gonna be part of it. I don't think we're gonna see a skill tree. What we'll see is an emphasis on collecting items to solve to solve puzzles, to get further into a different environments, because that is very Zelda. Yeah. Um, I know all the weapons are going to be, have damage to them, like, they're, they're going to break down. Mm-hmm. And so you yeah. can reforge weapons and all that kind and of stuff. It's like yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. There, there are small segments that I've seen in the map um, when they, like, there's, like, a this, like, temple that was, like, where, like, Hyrule Castle used to be um, that, like, was the Temple of Time. And it does say at one point you can see the Temple of Time, like, little, like, name above where that where that's supposed to be mm-hmm. so we know that um there there is that staple this this does exist in part of the zelda universe so there's a lot of comparisons to draw between other games yeah um he still has yet to claim the master sword and anything that we've seen so the master sword and him getting that is going to be like a huge thing in the game there's there's just so much about this game that's so intriguing because the world is so expensive, so expensive. And, and i think my favorite thing when i watched him play this is that it seemed like all the walls were climbable. Yeah. Like, yeah. he would just jump up on a wall yeah. and start climbing. I'm like... I don't think he walked up to a wall where he didn't climb. Yeah, and I thought yeah. that it was a really cool... I think it's a really cool add-on because, um, you know, I'll talk about, like, one of my favorite one of my favorite games of the past couple of years was Metal Gear Solid, but my thing I hated was um, when you play in Afghanistan, there's a giant mountain in there, and you have to, like, go around them. It's, it's an annoyance. Yeah. So I like seeing that they're like, you know, fuck it, everything's explorable. Yeah. I saw some gameplay this morning, so I've been trying to watch as much as possible. Right, there's a lot now for the game. Yeah. The gameplay this morning was really cool. He uh, he he walks up to um, this like pond, and in the pond is like a raft. So he like switches over to an item that he got beforehand. It's like mm-hmm. a big giant uh, like leaf or a branch, and he swings the branch, and it like causes the wind to like push the sail of the raft. And so he's using the 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 branch to like propel the raft forward so he like finally he gets into the stream he like rides the stream for a little bit gets up on this ledge starts going up the top of this mountain where it's like getting really snowy has to change clothes because link's getting cold and it's causing damage so he switches over to to warmer clothing he gets to the top of this peak um puts his sword up to where it's just his shield Mm. and then jumps and points his shield down and the link stands on his shield and then rides it down like a snowboard oh yeah yeah i saw i saw videos of people doing that yeah it's just there's just so much that is possible just from just from this small portion right it's crazy i what i want to see too when you talk about like he was going up he had to put like clothes on like more clothes on i'm curious like i watched the video he's walking across the bridge and he was like being very careful on the bridge i wonder if he falls in water that that like if he gets cold because there's a little meter in the bottom. It's this core temperature that you're, mm-hmm. that you're trying to control mm-hmm. down there, and it can get too hot and too cold. It seems like. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's a dynamic we've never, I feel like, seen yeah. in a game. 
Yeah. Um, at least in, a, in that wasn't added as some sort of like weird off the wall mod. At some right. Point. Right. So I'm uh I'm really looking forward to. I mean, like I said, I think this game is going to be what I think this one game right here could sell me in the NX. Yeah. Um. When I when they do start announcing stuff for that. Is there a release date for this game? There is no release date. Which is weird because it seems like it's a full game already done. Yeah. And they've also been working on it forever. So, and that that's the big thing too, is that this is very true to Nintendo fashion where you've got a game that they've spent so much time and effort on that they're, they're just the fact that they have spent so much time on it is showing signs of perfection that this is going to be so amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this, I, I would talk about the E3 thing and how I don't like that they don't show things. I do think that we're going to, in the next few months, get a Nintendo conference that they do themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, don't they already have one of those? Yeah, they. I was saying they do those typically. Yeah. I think the, we're gonna we're gonna get a big one. Where yeah, they, that's why they don't like to do a lot of stuff at E three because you're like, well, we have our own shit. Yeah, know? right. Which I just I just don't like it. I don't I wish, like I, it I wish they didn't do it, but I get it. I get what they're trying to push for. Um, but I uh, I think we're gonna see the next few months then announce the NX. And yeah. I think we're gonna get a slew of games coming out because I believe that's why they didn't show a lot of games uh, these this week. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for. Um, something big about uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm, I'm hoping for something big to come out that's going to push people to want an NX. Some sure. like big feature that's going to sell them on that. Not like take a feature away from the, the Wii U, but th- there's there's got to be a push. If they're going to make excellent software, there's got to be a reason to adapt yeah. that for the, for the new hardware. And, uh, and I think that's what... Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, this has me very intrigued in wanting to get an NX now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to, to, to dwell in that, especially if it comes out next year and I have to get a, and Scorpio looks better. Yeah. It's going to be tough. So, yeah. um, it, anything else out of Nintendo? No, nope. I mean, that was, that was a bit, but I will say based on everything that I've seen from the Legend of Zelda, um, it is hands down, it is the game that I am most excited for over the entire conference. Um, for one, one part because it's a it's a Wii U title and it's coming out for the NX, um, which has a lot of implications for the NX and like what it could be. Um, that's gonna be really cool to see. But the game is amazing. I could watch somebody play that game all day. It's it's good. It's, it's definitely not my my highlight of the show. Um, I just like I said, Nintendo. I don't think did, did a good job I'm, showing it. I'm all, I'm a <laughs> I, I'm craving like a really big experience out of a game i yeah. want like a big open world experience and that i can really dive into and that right now hits that for me right and it's not even out yet the fact that it's it's a zelda title um we can expect a great story out of it as well there's so much that's there that hasn't been an- there's so many questions that haven't been answered but we've already seen so much yeah. gameplay yeah so that's your favorite from the the entirety what about you ryan um mine's gotta be ghost recon um, it's, I don't know, it's tied, honestly, Ghost Recon and Battlefield 1. I, I, I I'm such a big fan of World War 1, of, like, yeah, everything right. about it, the, like, because we're not just getting trench wars, we're getting everything in World mm-hmm. War 1, because World War 1 was a world war. Right. Um, hence the name. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm really excited for that. Um, I, I think that's probably my, my favorite part, maybe because we got to see so much of it this yeah. time around, we got to see the gameplay, it looks beautiful, we got to see the Zeppelin fall on buildings and destroy <laughs> buildings. Love it. Um, I think I think I know what yours is gonna be, Julia. Mine's definitely Horizon. <laughs> Horizon, yeah. Um, because I see so many, um, you know, rail games where it's it's first person. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be this RPG, which I get. It's a role play, and you're put into this role um, and playing as this person. Mm-hmm. But it's 
90% men. Mm-hmm. And I can't role play men. Yeah. I, for some reason, I my core just won't let me. And I, I it's a good game. Yeah. Um, But I don't get as much out of it. So this Horizon game is going to be awesome. I don't even have a PlayStation yet. Yeah. But I'm going to get one just for what, this fucking game. What, um, so stoked Was there anything it. that like shocked you in the, in the E3 thing? Like anything that kind of came out that you weren't expecting? Um, I mean, PlayStation in general just showed off a lot of really impressive stuff. But I have to say, um, aside from Legend of Zelda, I'm really excited about the new God of War. God of War, yeah. And, yeah. and the new Spider-Man. Which is cool, because I, I, I know I've never been interested in the series, and that really took me in the series. Yeah. I, I think the big shock for me, um, man, I think, I don't know if it's like, the whole PlayStation 1 always shocked me. I think that the PlayStation 4 can play VR already, and then it's coming out this year. Um, very soon that's, this year. That's pretty wild. That's, to me, the most insane thing I've, I've seen. And that might be the biggest announcement I've seen like an E3 show ever, to be honest. Because yeah. that's... I mean, I, I know some people don't won't understand that how difficult that is to, to play yeah. VR. But me me and you, I know for a fact, I don't know if you've been really in the VR whole, like, looking everything up. I love VR. I'm subscribed to VR headset uh, 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 Reddit pages. Um, and I see the power that it needs to be on, be on VR. Yeah. Not only are we getting a VR headset that's going to work on a console that a lot of us already own, it's the, the highest of the console out there, but the VR headset itself looks nice. It, it looks comfortable. Yeah. It doesn't look yeah, it does. giant and massive. I, I don't know, man. I feel like PlayStation really had a... They, they, from the start of putting this console out, they knew they were doing this, and they they, they crushed it with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, it was a good show. I mean, this was... A great E three, um, a great time to, to be alive as a gamer. Yeah. Um, in uh, in civilizations, we have uh, this thing called golden age where we into the golden age and we we have a great appreciation of everything. That everything is kind of almost perfect. And I think in the gaming age, I think we this is the the dawn of the the golden age. For sure. Um, we are getting we're getting great. I mean, everywhere across the board in all systems, we're getting great yeah. hardware, getting I, great games. I think the innovation is, has uh, spiraled forward so much that now we kind of understand that like our gaming systems don't have to be set-top boxes entertainment systems. Yeah. Um, yeah. That now Xbox has finally realized that it's about the it's about the content. Um, Nintendo has put a re-emphasis on the software to make it really good, and PlayStation is finally getting back into what made the PlayStation Two so great. Like. Just like really great core yeah. games, and and I mean we're just getting, I mean it's so rare you're getting all all three pillars of that really, and even mm-hmm. PC. I mean we we'll talk about that too. I mean all pillars of this are, are getting this, yeah. And we're we're getting. I mean, VR is not a gimmick. I I think that's the big thing. I mean we talk about the show being very VR emphasis, and actually really wasn't um, yeah. other than, than Sony, but not really. Um, but I think VR is the the innovation push right now. We're getting too. I think we're getting innovation yeah. in in that. As well as other games, Horizons is a game. It's its own game I've never that, seen before. Until until Nintendo talks about the NX, I'll say that's that's definitely the, that's the biggest point of innovation. I'm I'm waiting for them to still talk about it because mm-hmm. um, I, I know you have you have a lot of theories. And, I, and my theory oh. is that the NX is going to be a an amazing console uh, handheld experience mm-hmm. like hybrid, um, and we'll we'll see. I really think that we'll see Nintendo start to reclaim its title as, like, as like the number one. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, Nintendo is the innovative kings. Yeah. You know, they do everything first. Yeah. Oh, even even if what they're doing isn't successful, they, right. they're still doing it first. The fact that PlayStation is, is going to be the first console to come out with a VR is very surprising for me. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Well, because normally I, Nintendo I, is on the block. I, I knew Nintendo didn't. Well, that wasn't their push. <coughs> Virtual <laughs> Boy. <coughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> I knew Nintendo that was their big push because they're, like Steven kind of said earlier, they're pushing software. 
the hardware is not their the number one priority. Where yeah. PlayStation's kind well, of always been about hardware. And they fashion. they were asked about VR years ago, and they said no, we have no intention of doing anything with VR because mm-hmm. because we want people to play together in VR. There's no yeah. way to play together with VR. That was, that was one of my that. that was one of my main things with VR. It's like it's cool, but yeah. we you know, right now have a really good gaming group and we all get together and yeah. we're but all that, playing. But you can still do that in VR. I mean, that, that's still not, like, you can't not do that in VR. I don't, I don't think that's going to be, like, a, a limitation. You can, you can still play people in it's, VR. But it's it's kind of, it, it's almost an isolating thing. That's that's one of the things that they touched on was that, like, they imagine somebody playing a Mario game in VR sitting on a, in a chair, like, with a headset on just by themselves mm-hmm. playing it. Like, that's that's sad. Like, it's, yes. almost, it's almost sad and lonely. Like, they want, they want people to, like... Like be choking each other out because they're winning at Mario Kart, and they like they want people right. to, like be excited about the right. Games. I, get, I mean, and I, I so get that. that. So they, I just I think that's why they they didn't like really push the innovation with VR. So they just don't see it in their future, or they just don't want any part of VR. Right. I whatever their move is. I mean, I, I like I'm saying. I mean, you you have a Wii. I think it's a little, you barely touch unless we're all, like we have a bunch of people over. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you really do. Um, I think I guess it's a good thing if you're a kid and you have your friends over, but. When you're busy working, you come home, you want to unload some Steam. I think about playing Minecraft, you know, Realms in VR. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. better than playing, you know, Mario Kart. No, I agree. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I... I feel like it's been a successful E3. I think this is, like I said, I, I feel like this has been a one of the best E3s I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, I feel like we got, other than EA being super kind of blah about things, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think every other studio really kind of came out and showed something cool or interesting or, you know, even put some, you know, even if it wasn't much, it was just still something interesting that was pushing what they wanted to put out there. Yeah. And uh, and there really wasn't a pre- uh, press conference that I was disappointed in. Yeah. You know, EA I, I think may have been the closest to that, but the Battlefield One stuff and the, and the uh, Titanfall Two and even Mass Effect really opened that up. So I I, I loved it. I mean, I great success. Good job. Good job, Game Studios. <laughs> <laughs> you you did it. You got happy fans all the way around. <laughs> yeah. You did it. Um. Any closing thoughts? Um. Not really. Not really. Thanks uh, for listening to our three hour. Podcast. Yeah, where we where we hit up on this? Or two hours and three minutes. Hey, hey, you were pretty close in the uh, the guest there. Um, but but yeah, I mean that that's really it. Is uh, you know, games are great. It's yeah. It, this this year's really awesome for games. I'm really really excited. Yep, I'm excited. Now um, I'm excited to procrastinate on most of these games and not do things I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> right, right. I'm I'm excited to like not be an adult again. So yeah, yeah. Um, so all I gotta say is uh, Rockstar, announce your fucking shit soon. Yeah, and same up. with you, the guys who are making Mafia Three, because I didn't see anything from you either. Yeah, All right. That's true. So, anyway, good job, guys. I'm sweaty. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Listen to uh, listen to this on uh, on our SoundCloud, our iTunes. Uh, everything has been rebranded to Retcon. So, if you are watching this and you were OMG Collective fans, um, thanks for still watching. Uh, you can check out <laughs> more of our you. content at Retcon.net and um, at our YouTube Retcon page. We would sir certainly appreciate it. Sir, appreciate it. Okay, those are words. Uh, thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye.